Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 155 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) And this episode is sponsored by Chad Bosquez. Thank you, Chad. Thank Thank you. you. Today we will be discussing the second half of chapter 20 of Harry Potter in the Order of the Phoenix, Hagrid's Tale. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to triple axle, double whammy, death drop your way through the details. (laughs) I do have a question. How does Hagrid get a tail? Like, how did that happen? That is not the spelling. Did he just grow out? He is a magical creature. Uh, It's like Meg's mouse tails. T-A-L-E-S. Oh, Uh, speaking of Meg's mouse tails. The same way he gave Dudley one. Oh, I was thinking that too. Very good, very good. All right, you can go on. Let's talk about weekly profit news. No, let's skip it. This I'm excited for all I of have these cute, fun things to talk about, though. I have one. To yeah, add but too. they all make me want to spend money. Well, I true, did true. on one, two, and three. <laughs> Just two of them. <laughs> well, I spent actually money. no, I didn't do anything with two yet, but we'll see. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, I was on Instagram and came across this awesome crew neck that is an image of a howler and it says go vote on it um and it is from an instagram page called vic is reading vic is reading and she has a ton of really cool um she has a ton of really cool like merchandise on this website it's called bonfire but for the go vote crew neck 50 percent of the proceeds are benefiting the transgender law center which i thought was really cool Let's then, go. Yes, Sarah. I think that on that website, and I could be lying, I think that if you sell stuff on that website, like part of your proceeds go to like something that you choose because are they a printer? Yeah. I don't I don't oh, know. It's like, it's like I group bought the other one. Printing. So like oh. these aren't like like we all ordered we all ordered crewnecks because we really wanted them and it's like <laughs> and we are and we suckers all, for crewnecks we, we really truly like we all really need another crewneck um like sure. so bad to add to my chris rankin one to add to <laughs> yes. you know my salem oh, one. i got a chris rankin hoodie <laughs> so yeah. the one i got the one i the one that i ordered um is like i solemnly swear that i will vote in november which they were i was literally like hemming and hawing over which one i wanted to get because mm-hmm. they're both really cute um but the one i bought it's 50 percent of the proceeds benefit the marsha p johnson institute oh i love that. um so i th- i think that's um the whole website is kate if sure. you scroll down yeah there's some cute there's, there's a puff mask there's also a that Gryffindor, says loyalty like, shirt did you see it, it says no. unapologetically mm-hmm. bold with a um, lion excuse me let's the designer i think her name is victoria i um yeah. and i believe those are her pronouns because i looked at her profile because now i follow her but she is a hufflepuff 
And Did you a- see that, Kate? It's no, a little badger really in the cute. middle, and around it it says loyalty is underrated. Oh, I wish this would load faster. I want to see. And then it's I love I love all of her designs. There's a mug that says "Let me finish this chapter." Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Recovering from was the like, book I need to get over, which is like I so wanted to true. buy all of them. Mm-hmm. I read that and I was like, oh my god, I've never I've never seen that like out on something before. Like, but that's so true. Like, there's so many books book that I've had that I'm like, I, I it's like emotional. Problem. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, uh, but this I is like what, the fictional hold, crush tote. It says single yeah. Wait, taken where do I find in love things? with a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, I just want to say on the on Bonfire's like main page, it says sells sells shirts online through a campaign. So like they sell sell custom products online by creating your own campaign page where anyone can check it out. And then you when your campaign ends, then they ship your products directly to you, like whoever bought it and you send, send you the profit. So like, I think that there's like a way that they can do it where you also are able to like, um, fundraise because it says easily raise money for your community by selling custom shirts perfect for individuals groups causes and nonprofits. no inventory needed we do all the work which I thought was really cool because I think everything for hers um, she has like a not like you know whatever mm-hmm. she wants not whatever she wants I shouldn't say it but I don't I don't know how 100% it works basically <laughs> that makes no <laughs> sense really what's coming out of though. my mouth it's we okay, should we look into you. it for some projects that we might want to do in the future I love it. Oh my god! But I love the go vote design. Yes, and it's something that I cannot wait to like go and take cool pictures in and just wear it everywhere because everybody needs to vote this November. So mm-hmm. even if it's by mail, do it. Don't make us send you a howler. Yeah, I'll send you a howler. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> a howler. A tank tap too. Yeah. But you can follow her on Instagram. It's Vic is reading on Instagram. Fun fact. And she her her. Cute I love stuff. your designs. Yes. Um, do the census too. If you haven't, it takes two seconds. Actually, I need to do that. Get on it. I know I'm gonna, um, the next piece of weekly profit info is the Alta Harry Potter collection, which Yum. Tiffany ordered some stuff. I did. What'd you get? I got the makeup bag. So I got the Gryffindor makeup bag. Obviously, it's really cute. Um, it's got like all these little tiny stars on the front that are very like light in color and then it says um let me take a look here so i read it exactly it says determination bravery courage and then on the back at the bottom it says gryffindor and it's got like a little red tassel and then the inside is that like like wipeable material so like if your stuff spills or you know the powder gets out and whatever it's easily like clean and it's got like a cute little print on the inside of the makeup bag uh uh-huh and then i got um, I got the bath bomb, which it's a Hogwarts house um, mystery bath bomb. So Does that mean I'm, you'll finally take, I take a, bath. a bath. You have yeah. to keep us updated on that. <laughs> I'm very stinky. But um, yeah, I'll let you guys know what house it says I'm in. You could do. They've got scrunchies. Well, I don't know oh, if those are scrunchies that saying hair. I really want the. Like I wanted the lip balm, but they were oh, sold out. Cute. Oh, the wrong color. pH balm. Yeah, I yeah, really wanted cute. that. I and then really, they also really have did. Body lotion. Mm-hmm. Deathly Hollows brush kit. That's cute handles. It looks like the it looks like the memories. Like whenever you dump a memory into the yeah. pensieve. 
That's kind of cool. I wonder how they they feel, though. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. They have Hogwarts house-themed eyeshadow palettes, nail polish strips for each house. Those are really cute. Like the stick-on guys. The only thing with that is like, and I, I, I don't know. They the always want to do just like looks more like swish and flick to me than Ravenclaw. It's like a feather. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> I, I, they, they don't have on the Alta <gasps> website. Um, the chapstick is in stock. Bye. They don't have. Uh, Hold on. Let me something. See. What am I looking for? They don't have the Ravenclaw eyeshadow in stock on the website. Oh wait, hold on! Um, I don't know. If but that's a lot what of times they're like blue eyeshadows, and like not everyone can pull that off or wants to pull that off. Never mind, yeah. you guys. That was um, the wrong thing I was looking at. That was lip gloss, lip and gloss? I don't use oh, lip yeah, gloss yeah. anymore because the wind will blow my hair into my lips, and it'll stick, and it's not cute. Oh my gosh! Ooh, gosh! Ooh, also, these sheet face masks are scary. Lumos when there's no eyeballs in them. Body <laughs> shimmer drops. <laughs> Harry Potter lip crayons. Those are actually really cute colors. The lipstick. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I was just going to say that. Pygmy uh, Puff <laughs> Jelly Blush? What is that? I saw sounds that. Sounds adorable. It sounds like it's, it's probably a just, gelatin blush. Yeah. <laughs> what is... I've never heard of that before. Rub it on it's your eyes. It's probably just like, you know... It's nope, like a not on your eyes. Yeah. It's a little it's bit like a, of a jelly consistency. That's weird. I, stuff like that's not good on my skin. I have really um, sensitive. super sensitive skin. Also, yeah, those face masks are terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to share the link in. And the thing with like with face masks, and this is not Harry Potter related at all, but like they're kind of like a one size fits some. So like a face mask that fits me perfectly is not going to fit Tiffany. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They would not fit my face. Probably. Let's get serious. Um, (sighs) So there's some cute stuff. A lot of it is out of stock right now, but I'm sure that they will be. The lip, the lip balm is out of stock. Gosh darn it. I'm going to have to go to a store. I passed one today. I should have went in. Um, So then Mm -hmm. my last weekly profit news, and I think that we talked about them whenever you guys got your candles, but we were waiting to order Mm -hmm. ours until we got to our new place because I didn't want to (laughs) move them. Um, But Katie and I got our candles from Book and Reverie. Um, and it's a black owned Etsy shop. The and they're just first of all, the designs, like the labels, so like the, the label designs are super beautiful. Um, and like just the aesthetic of like like I just love how it's like not just potter. There's like um yeah. you know, there's, there's like Gilmore a Girls Persephone ones. and Hades babysitters club. Yeah, there's oh, there's an Animal Crossing one now. I didn't see that the what? last time. Um, oh my god, there's a Storms and Books that is like yeah. me. I want the one that's an Aries. It look, it smell. It sounds like I'd really like the smell of it. I really want to smell the chocolate frog one. So we got tea and books because I love tea scented candles. They're like uh Beach Books. Bath and Body Works had a lemon and tea candle for a long time. And that was like one of my favorites. But this one is black tea, parchment and clementine. And it's like it's just Mm. nice and light because I don't like super sweet smelling candles. But so this one, like even though it's clementine, it's not super sweet. It's very like understated. I don't know. I like Mm -hmm. it. And then there, the Slytherin one smelled really good. What is in that one again? It was like it kind of smelled incensey, but I like yeah, that smell. a little bit incensey. It is what is it described as? 
dark waters, incense, and ambitious magic. It smelled very you good. Could, I think you could also, she does custom ones. So you could also like, cause I saw on her Instagram, someone asked, I think it was an anime one, but I, an anime, I don't know, which it's not tracking. Cause I don't know most of them, but, um, it was pretty cute. <gasps> There's a magical great hall one. Oh, yeah, there's lots see. of really cool flavors. And then there's also like a flavors. Don't eat the candles. <laughs> Do not eat candles. Um, there's one Hold called on. We're what All Mad here, which like? is like rose for um Oh my god. Alice in Wonderland. Meg. And there's a little princess one. Why did I not see that? I Meg's love obsessed. that movie so much. Yes. The magical great hall one. Smells what? like waffles. The magical great hall one smells like waffles, spice, pumpkin, and magic. That sounds so mm. nice. I think. Oh, I we also got it. the reading by the fire one, which is a wood wick, and it's like mm. fire. Is that wood. crackle? Yeah, it's like crackly. It's cute. There's one called wine and books. Mm. Anyway, I love all the scents, um, and it was packaged super cute. We got like a little. Packaged very well. We got a cute little like broom pen, like the ones that we mm-hmm. had down in the basement, Tiffany. Um, yeah, she sent mm. those to us too. And then like mm. some Twizzlers, and it was really cute. I love. Is that it. right? What? And I just I want to support. That's not right. Some black-owned Etsy <laughs> shops, and this one yeah. like was perfect for all of us. So yeah, I loved it. I have a weekly profit. Nice. Yeah. What's your weekly profit? We were right. You heard it here first. The Harry Potter movies are going to Peacock. Oh, oh yes, yeah. they are going to Peacock. Yeah, I mean. We called it. Up. <laughs> it didn't take a whole lot to call that one. <laughs> but we did it. We did it. <laughs> we did. We did. But we'll probably have more details on that next time. Yeah. yeah. This is this is it, Tiffany. There's not going to be a next time. We're stopping after chapter what is this twenty? So no one no one will know what happens with Harry and the Potters. Does Umbridge continue on being Umbridge? Probably. No one we'll knows. Never know. What's the Unsolved Mysteries music? I don't know. All I could think of was like I was going to do that, and that is that is not it. Did you guys just see this? Jen said Universal pass holders are getting ninety days of Peacock for free. Hey, that's us. That's kind of cool. That's real cool. You will wait to it. What's up? Haven't used it yet this year. Correct. We actually never used it. We used it once. Did we not? No, because everything got canceled. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> They've used it. That is a sad tweet. COVID. They should can, have, can you give us our money they back? They should have given us a, a free year extension. They Well, they extended it for as many months as they were closed. So, like, oh. our, our passes don't expire now until, like, early next year or something, right? Mm. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, August, September. Like, November. They expire in, like, November. <laughs> What are months? What's math? Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's cool. Are you finished? Are I'm, you done? I'm finished. Yes. Those three things. <laughs> that was well, long up. weekly Oh, profit. well, you're looking at Katie in a different thing. Yeah, I'm going to look at Katie through my camera. Katie, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm prepping this one. <laughs> Recap. <laughs> Recap. <laughs> Recap. <laughs> 
I no longer know who you are. Oh, uh, name that movie. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Last time. So the trio hurried to sneak out of the castle under the invisibility cloak because Hagrid's back. Woo! Hermione um, actually screamed when she saw him because he's actually really beat up. Um, and they want to know what's happened and he tries to play it off, but it's not really that hard to get anything out of Hagrid. Um, and it was going well at first. Well, his story, the story that he told said everything was going well at first, but then it was taking a turn for the worse. Wow. So as previously spoken about Hagrid and his friend Maxime, although I guess her, that's like her last name. I guess that's his last name too. Whatever. They're trying to talk <laughs> to the giants. They're trying to talk the giants into fighting for like the light side. Um, no Darth Vader or anything. Mm-mm. But uh, there are complications, you know, like giants dying and like beating, being beaten and, you know, like the death dudes coming in and like talking with the Gerg. Um, so then Hagrid is interrupted <laughs> in his story, not only from the trio, but then Umbridge who barges in and then she's snooping and telling him that she'll be back to inspect him and his teaching, which then leads Hermione to plead with Hagrid to be careful about his lesson plans, but someone's touching something. So now I can't see the rest of my notes. There we go. Oh. <laughs> um, before they leave him for the night and then they're covering their tracks behind them, going back to school. All I picture is like a little magical broom. I know it's August, like early August. What is it? August 6th. But I really nope. am is excited for fall and it for like winter times. So I won't lie. Um, But the weather, has that had any influence on you? Because it's been a little cooler. It's been I looked ridiculous cool. this morning when I had to run some errands. I had to go pick up a prescription. I literally had flip flops on, jeans, a shirt, and a sweater. But I looked ridiculous. I had flip flops on. I'm like, who who does this? No I, I wear the flippy floppies. Flippy floppies. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. You're welcome. Summary. It's a summary. It is. So there's a new Kirk in town. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll hail the new Gurg. Not. Oh, this one is not as kind. So there's a new Gurg after Haggard and Madame Maxime found good old Carcass's head at the bottom of. A lake. Do you know? Not the lake. A lake. I wonder, because I meant to say this before mm-hmm. when I talked about Carcass and, you know, is it the one with the CRK? Who knows? They're both great. Who cares? But. I thought the name was interesting. I wonder if it's like foreshadowing to. Yeah. Literally going to be a carcass. A carcass. Yeah. Did anybody I else think to, that? I meant to say that and I forgot. Yeah. I did not right catch now. on. No, I'm disturbed. Thanks. <laughs> well. Get ready. Sorry, because like, the <laughs> etymology of that word is like carcass, carcass. with a C, mm-hmm. which is, a, I think, a dead, just a dead body. Yeah. Right? Um, I would think. But also, Friends is a great show-ish. Huh? Carcass with a C or a K. It doesn't matter. They're both great. From okay. an episode. Oh. Sorry. You won't know until Spoilers. you Spoilers. Yeah. It's not really a spoiler because it literally <laughs> does. It's just nothing. It's just a funny thing. Anyways, maybe oh, you can go on. All right, that's good because my Google Doc was frozen and now it's working, so it's fine. You can also just use the oh, look of your face. I look, uh, at it. look at my next bullet point. Carcass's name takes on a whole new meaning. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of us looked at your notes when we went into this conversation. I did these notes uh, a smidgen ago. Um, so if you forgot, a gurg is the title given to the leader of a giant tribe. 
Just so you know, if you were confused about all the gurg talk. Not gurgle, gurg. All right, looking up some more things here. So I was looking up the new gurg, I guess I should say, is Golgameth. So all, literally, all I could get in my head was Gargamel, Gargamel, Gargamel. What is that from? Smurfs. Ah. Oh yes. Ah. Did anybody else think of that name when they heard Golgameth at all? No. no. What did I say when we were talking about trivia the other day? I was like, you know, it's one of those typical giant names. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, I so, like, what's a typical giant name? I was, like, reading <laughs> questions that, like, I think that we also put on our thing, but also, um, like we're reading just random questions. And I was like, well, who is the giant that took over? And Tiffany's like, uh, uh, Golgamoth. And I go, why do you know that? She goes, it was just a typical giant's name. And I go, I don't typically okay. know giant's names. Well, <laughs> so Tiffany cool. does. Sorry. You didn't know, but also it made me think of Goliath mm-hmm. from the Bible mm-hmm. in the story, mm-hmm. David and Goliath. There's a slingshot involved. Yay, David. Okay. <laughs> but um i think i brought it up last time that um there's giants in the bible and i just thought that that was a real interesting tie-in with all the other things with um christianity that have been linked we talked about it a lot in one of our previous episodes Mm -hmm. and we always say we're i think we'll do those episodes after we're done mm-hmm. with the books mm-hmm. because yeah. I feel like we need to devote a lot of time to that. So we get everything correct. Yeah. Somebody said episode 94. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Whoa. The fact that you know what episode. Yeah. You, my friend. Kudos. So um, there's a website. I don't even know what all these things mean. It's published by the Ulster Medical Society, it says. It is ncbi.nlm.nih.gov. <laughs> but um, just a smidgen, it says giants have been around since time began. They are first described in the Bible in the book of Genesis, chapter 6, 1 through 4. Originally, giants appear to have been regarded positively, often considered heroes, particularly by the non-Hebrew popula- population. After the Great Flood, giants remained present in scriptural text, but their good reputation had waned in the eyes of the Hebrews, and they often tended to be seen as the enemy, often fighting in armies. I wonder if that's because, like, when you think of a giant and you you hear the stories of them, they're so much larger than you. So I wonder if they were just fearful of them, where, like, Hagrid's like a half-giant, and you're when you... I don't know if this is what just what you're taught or just because of the size of them, it scares you. But like, he literally is like the nicest guy. And he is such a gentle dude that like, um, unicorns will let them let him come. You know what I mean? Yes. So like, it's just one of those things where like, I wonder if they just let their fear overrun them, which you shouldn't do. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel that. But there was one other thing that I thought was interesting. Cause it is this way in Potter, um, well, in Potter, wizards basically forced giants out mm. using magic, using force with magic against mm-hmm. them, which is why, you know, there's that hatred there. Mm-hmm. I think hatred is a appropriate word mm-hmm. to use. It says giants live together as a number of separate races before and after the flood. So it's like giants also in Potter live separately. Yeah. yeah. So that's that. Would you look at it? Did you see? Um, and then I looked up Gargamel. <laughs> did you see this? I pulled this up on the Wikia what is about like? the etymology of it. Oh, go for it. Because it says, um, Golgam- I'm going to say all of this Golgamath, wrong. Golgamath, the etymology of Golgamath. 
Correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And it's the name is derived from the number. <laughs> Uh, and it's like Google. So it's G O L G O L. Not to be confused with Google. Well, and that's what I like call Google. I like <laughs> the Lego gal. I know. <laughs> and then my old eyes need to <laughs> zoom that puppy and she's on like text. Well, 100. the computer's far away from me. I agree. And I have my contacts in, so I can't see as well like computer screens. <laughs> so it's numerical value. It's a number. It's numerical value is a single digit one with 100 zeros after it or. 10 to the hundredth power. This is obviously, this is a huge number, which is fitting for one of the largest of the giants. An alternative would be Golgotha or Calvary. And that's the hill outside Jerusalem on which Christ was reputedly um, crucified. Mm. And the name means quote place of the skull and like place of the is in parentheses inside the quotations. Or um, it also says, Golgotha, Golgotha, Golgotha in Aramaic. (laughs) I know, but like I'm trying to make sure I'm saying it right, but I feel like I was adding an extra A um, in Aramaic with the Hebrew um, connotate, (laughs) connotate, I don't know, being Golgoliath. The ancient Greek, oh my gosh, Manthano, from which math is derived, means learn or be taught. So together, the bearer would have learn in the place of the skull or death, which would seem to sum up this tiny enclosed valley. I don't even know what just happened. I don't really know either, but that's just on the wikia. <laughs> I just thought it was cool. No, that's cool. Etymology, cool. man. I like names. I like names. Let's talk about Gargamel, y'all. Yeah. So Gargamel is a fictional character from the Smurfs. He's an evil wizard, the sworn enemy of the Smurfs. Of the Smurfs? Yeah, he's the main antagonist in the show and in the comic books. Did another comic books. His main, nope, his main goal in his life is to destroy the Smurfs and turn them into gold. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got to say about that. So back to Harry Potter after that long detour. So Hagrid and Madame Maxime, they didn't bank on having two Gurgs to mm. talk to. Like it was hard enough just even speaking to the first one. So now they have another new one to talk to. I get another Gurg, man. There's another Gurg. So they'd actually made friendly contact with the first one, friendly contact with Carcass. It seemed like, in my opinion, that everything was going to go okay you know who knows what would have happened in a second conversation but you know they weren't dead which was a positive thing <laughs> um always positive <laughs> look on the bright side we're not dead am i right am i right, am I right? okay so he had a feeling that it's not going to go the same way with the new one but they were going to try anyways because that's what you do ron was really actually shocked that they were going to even go and try and talk to the to the new one because of what had happened. What had happened was they ripped his head off. Um, but here's the thing. This is a very, I'm sorry. Well, really would be my neck, but okay. This is a very serious situation that we're in. Yeah. This is the cusp of war. We're we're actually kind of in war. We're in we're, I, I would say the war started. Well, I want, this is like one of the very first times, like you really hear about stuff like happening outside of, you know Hogwarts. what I mean? Like they, they know what's going on. Like uh, they being like Harry, Ron and Hermione, I almost said our names, <laughs> 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 but like they haven't really heard about 
Death Eaters actually going and doing things like this. You know what I mean? Like it's always been where it's, it's been like or Voldemort's side it's or whatever. Been, it's been someone telling them like someone's telling retelling a story of someone else telling them a story. So mm-hmm. right now it's like they're hearing firsthand account yeah. of Hagrid literally seeing, I don't know why I'm doing this with my face, literally seeing Death Eaters that he knows of. Yeah. Talking knows to, and seen and yeah. has been around. Yeah. So like this is almost like cementing this is more real. of like it's gonna get dark. We yeah. go we gonna fight. Yeah, like, so no. it's gonna it happen. Super real. Like it's not yeah. one sided. It's too personal anymore, now. You know, it's not like far off in the distance. Oh, that's happening over there. I'm reading about it in the paper. Yeah. No, yeah. it's like wow. Yeah. Hagrid experienced this, and now yeah. Hagrid's right yeah. in front of me. Yeah. yeah, it's getting one step closer because almost it almost feels like. And maybe this is just my perspective that so far with the school year, he's only really been dealing with Umbridge and, and the ministry trying to diminish what Harry's been saying and his experience that he's almost so focused on just that kind of feels like yeah, kids. Stuff. He's like, yes. And then even like, though it's not yes. of the situation, yes. like the real situation and just so yes. focused on his own. And maybe that's part of like their plan. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. going to make him Distract. focus on all. Of, yes. And, uh, you know, I wonder, like, how much Umbridge is involved with the death dudes right now. I don't know. I don't know. That just popped into my head. Because she's really she and the and Fudge are help. Well, Fudge, not so much, but like, Fudge and, is just and like, I don't Fudge is so oblivious and, and worried about himself that he's giving everything to the to the dark dudes why am i struggling with this like Voldemort's side um <laughs> like an easy dudes. path so like umbridge also is doing that but i wonder if maybe Here's, she is working with him because we know she works with them later on maybe but to go into that i don't know if she thought she was I, well, yeah, do you I think no, I think I she's just evil enough on her own? And they were I like, agree. look, we don't even have to talk yeah. to her because they were I infiltrating agree. the ministry, but they were um, putting people under imperious curses yes. and things. But they do wouldn't you, need to do, do that. Do you think that she knowingly worked I, with Death Eaters or do you think that she was just nasty enough? They didn't even need to do anything. I wonder. I wonder if they knew she was nasty enough that they also tried to, like, maybe sway her to just be like. And and it could just be that well. They pushed her agendas. Her and Fudge are able to do it in the aspect where, like, you're gonna distract Harry from really thinking about this, but also the entire Wizarding world that wants to be behind the Ministry and wants to be behind you to discredit. Why am I doing it like that? No discredit Harry and discredit Dumbledore and discredit like Voldemort's not back. And I mean, I don't know. I could see both sides. It's more than likely that it is just them like she's being, being themselves. Puppets. They're puppets. Here, let me whisper this in your ear. Mm. You're going to go and do that because mm. that's your agenda anyway, mm-hmm. which pushes mm-hmm. my agenda. Mm-hmm. Megan, what do you need to say about this? Um, I kind of hate making this comparison, but she could kind of be how we view Queenie right now with Grindelwald, where like, oh, and you know, <laughs> I know because like I love Queenie, no. but I think that like if you think about Queenie with Grindelwald, she sides with him because he is going to help her agenda. And I, and to her, it's not bad because he's helping her agenda. She doesn't have a bad agenda like Umbridge Umbridge does, does. but it could be something similar where like Umbridge doesn't necessarily care that she's siding with Voldemort because Voldemort is pushing her agenda. So I think that like, 
I, I wouldn't say that like she's ever going to be um, a death eater, you know, like she's never going to get the dark mark, but like she will do everything in her power to <laughs> to push her agenda. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't hate that comparison, but like for me to compare the two of them, not to say they're apples and oranges, but like with Queenie, her intentions, her are intentions good. are in a good place where like right. she just wants to marry the guy that she loves. And realistically, like she should be like you, it, it should be a thing. And we're now in a time of like, yeah, it's becoming more acceptable to marry whomever you want. Um, but then it wasn't. So like when, when these movies were made, like in American real time, like interracial marriage was still not allowed. Um, and that long ago, like, so her intentions are like, I just want to marry the man I love. He just happens to be non-magical where like yeah. Umbridge is just not a nice human. But like, I get, I get what you mean by like saying her agenda, they're going like to do what it takes route. And like, they're going to help her get there. So like, she doesn't care that she's siding with them, yeah. but I think like, she's just a horrible person and Queenie's not. <laughs> I like in the, in the discord, Isaiah compares Umbridge to, um, Vinda Rosier. Mm. Mm. I think I might like that better just because, I mean, I was purely just thinking about the fact that like Queenie mm-hmm. sided with him for her agenda. And that seems yeah. to be what Umbridge was doing, but they're just two completely different situations where like, I yeah. still view Queenie as a good person, even yeah. though I don't view ever, ever Umbridge as a good person. <laughs> she's yeah. just I've not. never seen her do a kind thing in her life. Yeah. Like she would kick a puppy dog. You know what I mean? But not a kitty cat. Well, she, I don't know. <laughs> How do you think those cats got on those plates? I don't know. Oh, <gasps> she's not nice. She just wrecked Katie's life. Yep. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> Something like um, I don't giants. Know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hey, giant. At least we detour. were talking about Potter. All right, we were. Yeah, no, that's true. So, um, Ron is shocked that they're still going to talk to this second Gerg after they knew what happened. Um, but Hagrid's like, this is a no-brainer. They're not giving up that easily. They have a job to do, you know? Yeah. Can we fix it? I don't know. Even if it's another Gerg, they're still going to go ahead and try and get the Giants on their side. They've gone too far. There's too much at stake here. That's very... So before... Um, sorry. That's very Gryffindor no. of him. Yeah. It really he is. He is a Gryffindor, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, Yeah. So before Hagrid is even able to talk to Golgameth, he knew that it wasn't going to work. He just had that feeling. So he goes to talk to him. Golgameth is sitting there. He's got Carcass's helmet on. And he was leering at them as they were walking towards him. Golgameth was one of the biggest giants. He had black hair and black teeth. Gross. And a necklace. Call Hermione's parents. Uh, Right. And a necklace that was made of bones, some of which looked to be human. Probably wizards. Oh. Hagrid. Yeah. Because I I think I I kind of thought that it would have been like the uh, muggles who just disappeared in mountaineering. The mountaineering accidents. accidents. No, I I think Mm. that um, I think that they would prize. Wizard mm-hmm. teeth, wizard bones, rather. Sorry, wizard bones over uh, muggles because they hate wizards because they're they do magic. magical bones. Just saying, just think when just you dance, they dance. Thoughts to just think like that maybe it's both. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So, 
Hagrid knows he has to at least try. So he holds out this new gift to the Gurg. It's a roll of dragon skin. And then I said, do you think it's from the same dragon as the meat that's on his face? Where did this come from? I can't see Hagrid killing a dragon. Do you think that it's just like shedded skin? That's not a proper word. I think that you are trying to make this okay when it's I don't know. Probably I mean, snakes not. shed their skin. Do dragons shed their skin? Don't, don't they? I don't know, but I don't think so. I mean, he's holding yeah. some meat on his face. It mm. is a reptile. I mean, right? It's like a type of reptile. Let's Good. Google it. Do dragons? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think there's going to be scientific fact on this. Well, it's a natural dragons a natural do shed in all reptiles. Ha. Huh. To me, it wouldn't, but to, it but says that shed, bearded dragons do. So shedded hey. skin, but if you look at the shedded skin of a snake, let's say, mm. it's like, yeah. it's real thin, you know? I'm not sure what you, you could know, do with You know, they might that. need to take some biotin or something, okay? They wanted thicker skin and they wanted thicker hair. Well, it is Sometimes not my issue that they didn't take any of that. I don't know. I don't, I just, I think I don't it's think probably... I don't think Hagrid does the killing. I don't think so either, but I just wonder where it came from. Uh, Megan? Um, So on dragons.fandom.com, which is (laughs) Can we find our dragon names? (laughs) It says, a dragon never sheds its skin. Since its scales grow slowly throughout the course of its life, it occasionally loses individual scales through injury or illness or as a result of natural molting. These patches remain bare for a few months at most before replacement scales grow large enough to fill the gap. So that's probably a hard no that they shed their skin. That makes sense because, like, think of how, like, in all those video games and everything, how valuable, like, a dragon, dragon. scale is. Yeah. Even well, down and to dragon yeah. tails. Okay. Dragon that's how they went tails, from normal human world tails, to the dragon world. Dragon tails. Dragon nope, tails. Nope. That that's veggie tails, dude. Can you <laughs> get serious about life? <laughs> Vegetables. <laughs> Megan doesn't like lettuce. <laughs> what is the what? song for dragon tails? Why can't I, can't I remember, remember now? it? I never watched that. So I don't know. No. Um, there is a thing where we can figure out our dragon name. So we'll do that at some point. Yes, please. That should um, be in the lightning round. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, but we know that dragon skin is used to make protective gloves. Um, maybe boots. Who knows? But gloves we know for sure. Probably but armor. We little bits. So Haggard gets down there. He says, quote, a gift for the Gurg of the Giants. And he's got the dragon skin. And then the next thing he knows, he's hanging upside down in the air by his feet. Two of the Gurg's buddies, good old crab and goil cronies, if you will, <laughs> grabbed oh, him by his Potter. feet. Aw. Come on. What? He's a bully <laughs> just like these dudes are being bullies. Jeez. So the only way that he's able to get out of this is because Olymp was there. And if he would have been alone, it probably would have been a much different outcome. Quote, she pulled out her wand and did some of the fastest spell work I've seen. Ruddy Marvelous. Hit two hold of me right in the eye with a conjunctivitis curse and they dropped me straight away. But we were in trouble then because we'd use magic, st- magic against them and that's what giants hate about wizards. We had to leg it. I didn't, realize, I didn't read that correctly the first time, but I like that term. We had to leg it and we knew that there was no way we was going to be able to do much. 
able to march enter camp again. Man, he's difficult to read. Yeah, I have to type yeah. it out normally. Otherwise, I Me can't too. read. Sorry, Hagrid, he's just I love he's you. real difficult to to read out loud. He's not difficult to read in my head though. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I looked up. I know what conjunctivitis is, but I just thought that was like, okay. Let's let's just dive into that. Conjunctivitis, my friends, is pink eye. Pink eye. Pink eye is an inflammation or infection of the transparent membrane conjunctiva <laughs> that lines your eyelid and covers the white part of your eyeball. I was nervous. I had it. I was like panicking. I've had it before. Um, when Me your too. kid had it and I was babysitting, I was like, mm. your eyeball is fine. I was like, I swear it's itching like crazy. She yeah. said, stop. So small blood vessels in the conjunctiva become inflamed and they're more visible. This is what causes the whites of your eyes to appear reddish or pink. But you can uh, get a good old prescription and that'll go away. But it hurts, folks, and that's why they dropped him. <laughs> You're welcome. So I it looked hurts, up the folks. <laughs> hurts, folks. So I looked up conjunctivitis curse on the wikia. The incantation is unknown. We know that it's a curse. It's to irritate the target's eyes, forcing them. It says forcing them to swell shut. I don't know how true that is. Um. We knew that dragons are susceptible to this curse. And because we oh, know yeah. that they're Isn't hide. That dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So their hide is resistant. I'm to sorry. Most who did it? Grom. Thank you. Grom. 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 <laughs> <laughs> to most curses. But it says that the Oculus potion was able to counteract this curse. Let's look up this guy. Well, it sounds like something you'd use with your eyeballs, because Oculus. You don't say. Reparo. <laughs> I love eyes. I don't see where it says this. I don't know. Do with that what you will. Anywho, moving on. Hermione asks, why did it take them so long to get back if they were only there for three days? But uh, they didn't leave. Not after three days. No siree, Bob. Dumbledore is relying on them to get help from the giants. The loyalty that Hagrid shows is something that... He is underrated. I'm not sure is matched within this series. Harry, yes. Harry carries out his wishes. We see Harry's thoughts, though, Mm -hmm. and how he thinks, like, in Seven especially, he's, he's mad. I was going to say a different word. He's really mad at Dumbledore for the things that, you know, he's Mm -hmm. done or the lack of things that he has done Mm -hmm. in regards to finishing the Horcruxes and whatnot, even though he, he tried ish in a Dumbledore way, but Hagrid is the purest form of loyalty. I think between him and Dumbledore, there's a lot of like trust and respect. Yes. Because even later on, doesn't Umbridge say, uh, not Umbridge. Ooh, I'm so, so sorry. McGonagall? I am so sorry. Girl. I am so, so sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Because McGonagall even says, like, they were talking about Hagrid. She goes, if Dumbledore trusts him, I trust him. We're like, before she, not that she wouldn't. In one, we saw that straight off of the bat. Yes. I mean, we um, were set up to know that Hagrid f- fumbles a little bit. Well, Especially we threw out Sorcerer's Stone. That's a thing. He lets slip. Fluffy, and, whatever. And music. I don't know. I, you guys know. I'm like his number one fan. And your number one fan. And, <laughs> and everyone, like, there are people out there that are like, well, he's a drunk and he says all these things that he's not supposed to. Like, uh, he's not. Like, he used, the he's only pure. time you see him he drinking. He doesn't do that like, on purpose. You see him drinking, obviously, like. When Aragog dies. 
Yeah, so you see him drinking at, but the, that was uh, honestly, at the Yule party. That was like, Harry's fault. He kept refilling those glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, yes. Felix told him to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, there's times where, like, majority of the time that you see Hagrid, dude's not drinking. Like, right. just because, like, they're like, oh, he, he's drunk all the time. No, he that goes out, like, when he's not drunk. working yeah. and goes to a pub. I know several people that do that that aren't drunks. So you know what I mean? I've done that. Yeah, not a drunk. And then there's people that talk about like, well, he just says things he says things he's not supposed to. Like in the beginning of this chapter, they're like, dude, we already know, so you might as well just tell us. And then they like get it out of him. But like, he, we also know that like the people he's telling are are trustworthy. Like he's telling Harry and Ron and Hermione. Um, but um, yeah, just just don't come for my man. I will come after you. Not really, because you know. <laughs> But Hagrid is literally the best. We don't guy. deserve him. He's underrated. He's like a dog. We don't deserve uh, the dogs. And he's, we don't deserve Hagrid. He's just literally there's he's probably the best character in this entire series. And come at me. Because we also talk about the fact that she doesn't make she makes imperfect pe- people perfectly. So like mm. he's not a perfect guy. He's had struggles in his life. Yeah. And he's still willing to put everything on the line. Um, for his friends and neighbors, you know, his friends and neighbors, <laughs> literally, they well, live I mean, Hogwarts. that's what, that's what makes this series so good. You know, I mean, like that's what makes, mm. that's what makes Snape's character so good. Like you're meant <laughs> to feel how we feel did, about him. Did that hurt you saying that? You look like you struggled a little bit to get that out. Well, <laughs> I just you were like, want it to be taken <laughs> in the wrong context because oh, I don't like Snape. Haven't you? S- oh, but haven't it listen to that Felix file and you'll hear a whole different story. Or is it just that Jess is convincing thing. enough? <laughs> You've upset your mom. Jess, had, Jess was Jess had a really great argument on there. Like she she, did. she brought it to that episode. That's a that, if we're gonna I do that, that episode again. Probably, and, and we're gonna have upset. her back on that episode. She's like, Who? "Oh, what do you mean, Snape's a bad person?" I'm like, "She's Snape <laughs> My lover." Mom's in the background, going, "No, I said he's sexy." <laughs> oh, <laughs> so here's the thing. I was she gonna say, like, Alan Rickman, a fan of Alan Rickman, hey. <laughs> Mama uh, Simpson is for but, Alan Rickman, my yeah, friend. Yeah, honestly. J.K. Rowling just writes those kinds of characters very well. So, honestly, yes. Um, all right, so here we go. <laughs> Quotes. <laughs> We've been talking for like 80 years this and is, we're only on your this section. Is my la- this is half of a chapter. This is my last <laughs> quote of my section. We're going to be fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> but you've just said there's no way you could go back. Not by daylight, we couldn't. No, we just had to, to rethink a bit. Spent a couple of days lying low in the cave and watching. And what we saw wasn't good. Did he rip off more heads? <laughs> asked Hermione, sounding squeamish. <laughs> no, said Hagrid. I wish he had. What do you mean? I mean, we soon found out he didn't object to all wizards. Just us. Done. 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 I'm fine. <laughs> all right. Smarty smart Harry here catches on reels quick and goes Death Eaters. <laughs> yep. Just like Never heard Hagrid, of darkly. A couple of them were visiting him every day, bringing gifts to the Gurg, and he wasn't dangling them upside down. And then Ron's like, offering well, him probably how do you know they were muggles. Death Eaters. What, Sarah? 
I didn't say anything. No, oh. I was saying that like probably they were being like, yo, you can, you know, you can eat all the muggles you want. But like what <laughs> what do you think they did say to him or like what did they bring him? They were probably given it, it's it's kind of to me it equates to what they were offering the dementors. You can have all the souls you want of these people if you work for us. Well, do we know that for sure? No, they wonder, were offering like, him so souls. I wonder I wonder if if so what did what did Hagrid bring them? So they brought fire, a helmet, a helmet, and dragon skin. Dragon skin. So we know three that those gifts. are all kind of protective like things. Like the three wise men. So like the the dragon skin is a protective thing, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the helmet's protective especially cuz it's um um goblin made. Yep. And then fire like whatever. It's cool. I mean it could be protective <laughs> if you like throw it at people, but like I want well I guess it's not protective. You know what I mean? Whatever. Wasn't it so magical I wonder if, fire like, though? Right. Yeah. It yeah, was. It was. Um, yes. Gabrathian. Um, something. Yes. And I wonder if the Death Eaters were bringing him, bringing them like things they could, like weapons. They, they can. Yes. Mm. That they could use to Goblin inflict swords. violence and pain and things. I think it also could have just been a matter of like who got there first. <sighs> but we know that Hagrid was there first. I think they do. We I want to say I. Do you think well, they were coming back? Ooh, do we, you think they visited before Hagrid and Maxine right. got there? And they were like s- talking to this dude. And then he's like, I'm going to overthrow him. I'm going to be the Gerg. And now I'm going to get this deal with the Death Eaters. I, don't I, know. Think I like the idea of them bringing things like, so Hagrid, they brought protective-ish things. And I like the idea of Death Eaters bringing things that are not. I'm going, kill you. The opposite. Yeah. But Maybe. I mean, I don't know. We do. I also like the idea of them talking. Sorry, That's talking okay. to the Golgamith to the Golgamith. the Golgamith University oh to them God. beforehand, and then like all of them plotting to overthrow Carcass. Carcass. Yeah, I like that idea too. But you know, I'm glad I thought of it. Who would you rather be, your Gerg, Carcass or Golgamith? Carcass. I mean, Gerg. Yeah, seems nice, right? I'd rather Carcass is cooler. Because R.I.P. Dude, because he didn't hang uh, Haggard upside down. Yeah. Well, also, make deals with that. It's a great band. Hmm. Never mind. I'm sorry. You continue. Go on, Megan. Continue the pod. Continue talking. (laughs) We do know that Hagrid and Maxine were being followed. So say they get to the Gerg, the carcass, and, you know, it's going well. And here's the Death Eaters like, we got to figure this out. So here comes that. Or they just got lucky where here comes this other Gerg. They get in a fight and then they swoop in right away. They see that this Gerg's more of a jerk than Carcass was. And they're like, we can work with this guy. And they just got there before mm. Haggard and I Maxine. Like or they planned it and I'm, egged I'm this other it. giant. I don't know. Who I knows? just feel like it's like sneaky for them to have been following Hagrid and Olymp and then see them get to Carcass and like woo him basically. Like, okay, we're getting it. <laughs> and then the Death Eaters are like, well, this isn't going to work. So then they plot away with like kind of, I mean, kind of like what I'm about to talk about with how like. Hagrid and Olymp ended up like talking to the people to the the giants who um, were getting like beaten up, right? So like, yeah, mm-hmm. there had to have been those types of. I mean, they probably they obviously weren't getting beaten up by Carcass, but they could have been frustrated because Carcass wasn't the Gurg that they wanted or something. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. that's how the Death Eaters <laughs> swooped in and like plotted this. I really like that. I, I really like my idea. <laughs> No, I well, like it's actually well. everybody's idea. We True. all worked on it together. We all got there. Um, Group project. <laughs> so then Ron is like, well, how do you know that they were Death Eaters? Um, 
and Hagrid is like, because I recognized one of them. McNair, remember him? Bloke they Wait, sent who? to kill Buckbeak. McNair. Right. Thank there you. you go. Maniac he is, likes killing as much as Golgamath. No wonder they were getting on so well, which that kind of like makes sense then. You know, mm. if it was McNair, he would have been like, incite violence, like this will work, you know? Uh-huh. Is this the first time we've heard of McNair being a death dude? He's mentioned in Goblet at the end in the circle. Is he like named? I thought. Yes. Okay. He, doesn't he take his mask off? I, I think he does. Or is that a movieism? <gasps> I know that he's I think mentioned. Because um, I think the only person who he, t- I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to say that because I don't know. <laughs> Basically. Um, okay. So Hermione continue. goes, so McNair's persuaded the giants to join you-know-who. And then Hagrid's like, hold your hippogriffs. I haven't finished my story yet. So um, seeing as Hagrid was quite against talking before, he looked to be enjoying it quite a bit now that he they got him going. Um, so he was excited to, to go on. Him and Olymp decided that it wasn't over yet because they had really barely tried so they wanted to try to persuade some of the others the ones who hadn't wanted Golgamath as the Gurg mm-hmm. um, Ron asked how they could know which ones didn't want Golgamath as Gurg and Hagrid explained that they were the ones who were being beaten to a pulp um, the ones with any sense were keeping out of Golgamath's way hiding out in caves around the gully just like we were so we decided we'd go poking around the caves by night and see if we couldn't persuade a few of them um, Hagrid said their biggest worry was not the giants, but was running into the Death Eaters because Dumbledore had told them before they went to not tangle with them if they could avoid it. And the trouble was that they knew that Hagrid and Olymp were around. Yeah. Um, and they're also suspecting that Golgamath told McNair about them um, <laughs> on top of the fact that like they were already being followed before they even got to the giants. Um, so at night when the giants were sleeping and we wanted to be creeping into the caves, Hagrid's words, McNair and the- I was like, what are you talking about? You wanted to creep into caves. <laughs> so i uh, creep. Yeah. yeah. Oh my so God. McNair in the, the other one, he doesn't know who the other Death Eater was, but McNair was with somebody. Uh, mm. They were sneaking around the mountains- when they come around the mountains when they come looking for us Uh, so he was hard put to stop Olymp jumping out at them Um, but you could tell that he was smiling at this part (laughs) she was raring to attack him she's something when she's roused Olymp fiery you know suspect it's the French in her Um, and Hagrid this part gets all like misty eyed and is just staring off into the fire and Harry lets him stare off for 30 seconds before he that clears is. his throat like that's a long that's silence do you want to know how long that feels should we stop talking for 30 seconds no <laughs> I would but, or Hagrid like he's in love with this woman he's he, in love with the lady he is in love Instead of, like, it's still, she's in love with the boy it still upsets me that, like, they didn't wind yeah. up together. Same. Or, like, he didn't wind up with, like, anybody. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not fair. He should have been okay. dumb. Because really, like, we talked about this at length in the Felix Files about her, like, mm-hmm. like it's her own insecurities of why she didn't want to. I don't know. I don't want to put words in her mouth, but. 
Hagrid is better than everybody. So I mean, Hagrid tried to comb his hair for her and broke tooth comb. I mean, comb <laughs> teeth, tooth combs. I tooth combs. <laughs> there was comb in his I beard. Just, okay, got it. I'm gonna put this on record. Sure. Well, I mean, probably not record, but just you know, on the internet because. Who's, right. who's putting my voice in a record that's weird not weird but <laughs> what is happening it's just you know an old timey saying but he was too good for her doesn't on record means that there's a, f- a record of I know it? but like I'm thinking of like an actual like <laughs> burka, 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 like, like a vinyl record play I don't think that's the meaning of the saying <laughs> <laughs> I don't know scoot scoot Ryan <laughs> Yeah, guys, if you don't know by now, I, I know love you not so knowing much. lyrics to songs. It hurts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, oh but gosh. yeah, Hagrid is great. <laughs> Hagrid is great. Hagrid is good. How does that song go? Except obviously it's not Hagrid. I don't know. Anyways, go on. Sorry. I'm like That's just okay. talking. It's You're the good. Hagrid hour. <laughs> uh, so Hagrid goes, what? Oh. Oh, yeah. We did. Yeah, on the third night after Carcass was killed, we crept out of the cave we'd been hiding in and headed back down into the gully, keeping our eyes skinned for the Death Eaters. Got inside a few of the caves, no go. Then in about the sixth one, we found three giants hiding. Um, Was the gully Fern Gully? Oh I hope so because that's a fantastic <laughs> movie. I've never seen it. Is it is like forty-five I. minutes long. Did you I know, know that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's so short. It's. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I actually own it on DVD. Dude, shout I out to Fern Gully and whatever the bat's name is. I can't remember, oh but there's God. one part I will never forget. He goes, "I have but one claw, but beware." <laughs> <laughs> Robin Williams did the voice of it. Oh oh, Anything he I touches is gold. Oh, love him. Miss him. Uh, sips from sadness. Pour one yeah, out for Robin Williams. I love him. him. I'll sip one. I only have water, but I'm down. Mm. All right. So, where was I? Um, okay. So they found three giants hiding in their sixth cave that they went into. Why not the seventh? I don't know. So they were hurt pretty badly, which is why they didn't attack Hagrid and Olymp because that would have been their normal response. Um, So one of them knew some English and translated for the others what Hagrid and Olymp were saying to them. Um, And Hagrid and Olymp kept going to visit the wounded and uh, had about six or seven giants convinced at one point. Yes, Tiffany. I still don't understand like how giants learn English. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, maybe, how do you think they learn maybe it? They befriend muggles that you think the so, but doesn't I don't, kill. Honestly, maybe they I don't just. Know. Maybe someone, someone at some time passed down. Yes. Mm. So like maybe there because we know that there's like different groups or whatever. Um, I forget what word they use to describe like the different. Um, I don't know branches for lack of a better for me remembering what was said. Um, and one was like more close with a muggle at some point or not muggles, but like wizards at one point or even or, like Hagrid's uh, yeah. family situation. Yeah. And then they learned English yeah. and it's passed down. And it's passed down. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Cause or obviously maybe they just like to watch uh, American shows or British shows. That is a really good way to learn. Yeah. Maybe they really that's, like the great British bake off. Um, pretty that's, sure that's how Mila accurate. Kunis, I forget what show she said she watched because she was from the Ukraine and came over here when she was like young. Mm-hmm. 
And that's how she learned she's English. She's super pretty. Was um, through a show. I forget what show she said it was. But yeah, fun fact. Yeah. Mia, I agree. They need to bring back Sue and Mel. Yes. Um, Who does what now? <laughs> Great British Bake Off. So oh. Hagrid o- and Olymp convince six or seven Ooh. at that point. Um, Golgamath's crew, however, raided the caves and killed most of them. Ugh. Uh, like, this is how they're going extinct, basically, right? I mean, why are you just, like, killing your own? They're not... Well, they're not supposed to be... Against Grouped the together like that. Not the tribe... The tribes... Didn't he say they're, they're not supposed they're to be grouped normally. together like that? Because it's like... They do this. They They kill each other. They're being killed by wizards. They're... Yeah. Obviously harming one another. Yeah. It's just not um, in their nature, I assume. So at that point, the ones that survived then wanted nothing to do with Hagrid or Olymp because it was basically just, you know, they would, they were scared for their lives. Um, and all of that for nothing. So there were no giants that were going to fight for them. And the best they could hope for now is that if some Maybe remember the message that Hagrid and Olymp took when Golgamath moves out and the others will come and help. But literally, it's just a waiting game mm-hmm. to see if they show up. So and sad. even in the in the last battle, I think it doesn't even... I don't think they show like up. Like the way for, that... Ha- no, they do. The way that Harry views them, it's just like nobody knew what side they were on anyway. Yeah. Right. Right. The way that, you know, everything went down. That was a mess. That's yes. a nice way to put it. it yeah. It's a, a mess. mess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this war is a mess. <laughs> yeah. That whole, uh, that whole day was a mess. Yeah. I feel that bad. Is, I mean, that is a long day. If you think about that day, they started out at Gringotts. Oh my God. That's all the same day. I need to read that book again, but geez. I mean, obviously I will. We're getting there, but need to read it again. <laughs> You're not going to read it before that? Aren't you, aren't you listening to it? I was, yeah. I haven't since was. we drove down. Get serious. I already started it again. I'm on chapter like four or five. <laughs> Tiffany, You just have other books to, to read. How far are you in the eye of the world, I Tiffany? can't read a hardcover book in the shower, Sasa. You can't oh, just put pages yeah. on top, like cover it in contact paper. Every page. Yeah, that seems <laughs> smart. <laughs> when I also have a child in there watching music class. <laughs> Any hoodies, you can talk, Katie. I'll allow it. Thanks, Sasa. Okay, so after a while, they're kind of silent for a while. And Hermione speaks up and she asks if he had heard anything about his mom while he was there. And she does look scared to ask. And I would be too. Like, like what line am I on here? Like, is this okay to ask? Because obviously they're close friends. But at the same time, that's got to be a pretty sensitive subject for Hagrid. Very personal. Very personal, yeah. Um, and he kind of just, I think he might just have put up a wall about it. He's maybe numb about it. And he just kind of grunts, she's dead. You know, she died years ago. They told me. And Hermione tries to apologize. And Hagrid's like, you know, there's no need. I don't really remember her much. She wasn't a great mother. Um, Mm. I think he just keeps his dad in such higher regards because he raised him. He was Mm -hmm. around. And even then, he didn't even get that much time with his dad, which is sad. Yes. It's so tough. I think that maybe, though, this did kind of help him, like, close that chapter. Like, yeah. at least 
he knows that mm-hmm. she's not out there and like he couldn't form some sort of relationship right. like it genuinely like that chapter has I closed. agree completely. Well, and I bet you that's part of the reason why like he's so into making sure like Grop was with him and like cuz that's his only family left and he that's something that he clings to. And he was small yeah. um yeah. as far as giants go and we yeah. all saw what happened to the Gurk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he has such a dysfunctional like I wouldn't say dysfunctional, but like he's had such a rough time so far with his family. Like his mom left him and then his dad died when he was young. And that's traumatic. And then he gets, um, I was not killed. Oh my God. He gets kicked out of Hogwarts at such a young age for something that he didn't do. Bogus. Um, and so like, this is his only family and that's why he's like clinging, clinging to him. And honestly, that's probably why he might drink too much sometimes. Like, well, there's reasons behind everything. Like an honorary degree. Let's let's be serious here for a second. All right, okay. I'm serious. Black. Are you? James Potter's my best friend. Say <laughs> I I'm, turn into a dog. Say I'm Ooh. Remus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, you would be. If I'm serious, you would be Remus. I, I would be Remus. Okay, well, yes. I'm not Peter. Let's That's just not, establish bro. that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Be. If I'm serious, one of you guys, you guys uh, fight over it. Peter who's gonna Griffin. be who's gonna be James Potter and who's going to be Let's get serious also. I am James Potter. Katie is Remus. Maggie you think be Lily. You all I, probably think I'm James. I am if I'm the one that's serious. You I think that right now I'm Lily. I'm James. Do you think so? <laughs> yes. You're not Lily. You have to be we have to be the four dudes. Nobody's gonna wanna no. be a re- I mean, I'm hey. Lily. I'm Lily. Peter literally doesn't exist. Have you, Katie, when was the last time you watched Puffs? Uh, well, tonight we're going I'm to. I'm going to tonight. Okay, uh, literally the last time, time I watched Puffs was in New York. It, you're like, let's watch it tonight. And then he's I like, did you watch it? it? You're like, no. I haven't. <laughs> and then I'll talk to say something about the Spongebob movie. Let's watch that tonight. And I know that didn't happen either. No, we haven't watched SpongeBob yet. We've been watching Shoots Creek. Shoots Creek. <laughs> Fecal Matter Creek. All right, so I'm serious. <laughs> I'm James. Like, lit- I'm Lily. Do you disagree? No, you're James. I think in the aspect that I am you James. call me your husband sometimes, I disagree. Because we all know that, like, Remus and... Wolf Star's a thing. Yeah. Remus and Sirius. They were, like... Yeah, James friends forever. Then maybe I should be serious. <sighs> Katie's Remus. I mean, guys, no, this will literally never I'm be serious. resolved ever. Well, it'll never be resolved. <laughs> it's because no one wants to be Peter. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm resolved with it as long as I'm Lily. <laughs> Lily. Oh, <laughs> Lily. What were we talking never about? Like, what, would be, what would be the four people like in Harry's class? Oh, can I be like, so Harry, Hermione. Oh, yeah, Neville. Harry, Ron, Neville. Neville. Yeah. Neville. So who, who are, who's the four of us with that? Tiffany's Harry. I'm Ron. I am. Then I guess Meg is Hermione and I I'll would be it. Neville. Neville. I think that, Neville. I think that is the most accurate representation of I us. I actually agree, especially, <laughs> especially discussing like our latest conversations with Hermione. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I will like, say, yeah, I I'm almost wrote, I wrote something in my notes. And I'm like, I probably should take that out. Because I was like, this is the first time I'm agreeing with her in a long time. Then <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a little mean. We also are not talking about the chapter. Should we get back you? to it? Well, <laughs> At least it's oh, Harry you Potter related. Being serious. What are we being serious about? Oh, yeah. What were we being serious about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, help us out. I almost said help well, us well, out. No, what was the last thing Kate said? She was talking about um, Hagrid's mom. Hagrid's mom. mom. And then I brought up um, this is probably why he has issues and grop. So it was really was me. I apologize. I have no idea. Okay, cool. Well, Moving if you remember, on. raise that little paw of yours up in the air and I'll, I'll call on you, ma'am. I'll let you know. Ooh, I'm breaking things over here. All right. So they're all silent again. And like, I've so been in the situation. Hermione's looking at Harry and Ron like, say something. Come on. I can't be the only one trying to think of something to say here. So Ron's like, oh, you know, Hagrid, you still haven't explained why you're in the state that you're in. And Harry's like, or why you, you came back so late. Sirius said that Maxime got back ages ago. And Ron is just asking him, who attacked him because he's beat up and Hagrid's saying I wasn't attacked and then he's interrupted because there's a knock on the door. Um, Hermione gasps and she drops her mug and it smashes on the floor. Um, Fang yelps. Real incognito, guys. We're doing a great job here when you're out, you know, past curfew. Um, And there's a shadow of someone in the window. Someone small and squat. And Ron Would you say they were toad lights? (laughs) So they all dive under the invisibility cloak. They huddle in a corner. <laughs> and poor Hagrid's like, what is going on? He has no idea at all. Um, and they're like, hide our mugs. Like, we're not supposed to be here. So Hagrid hides it in Fang's basket, which I think is hilarious. Um, and there she was, our favorite person standing in the doorway. Yes, Sarah. All I can think about is hide your kids, hide your wives, <laughs> hide your mugs, umbridges everywhere. They're she, gonna get you. She is gonna get you. Hide your Hopefully mug. she won't. Mm. Um so she literally comes. hide your face mug and your mug mug Ooh. that you were consuming beverages out of. You're True. clever. Your bucket sized mugs. Because <laughs> we're at Hagrid's. So she just <laughs> What? I just, you're like <laughs> Are they regular sized mugs? mugs? No, I no, think they're, they're Hagrid's. Are they all mugs. giant mugs? And then I thought to myself, I'm like, they'd be a great cup of tea. But then Katie goes, because you're at Hagrid's. It's <laughs> just was funny. It's like the size of that Clorox container. No, I think a bucket sized mug would be larger than that. Like maybe that tall. But like, how are they drinking this? Very carefully. Maybe they no. share one with straws. <laughs> no, he had to have gotten like. I don't know regular mug. How so? She, she's gonna ask like him about the mug. Drink that you can get at the bar downtown, Ken. <laughs> but like, here's the thing. So she knocks the mug. It falls to the floor. So how is he? How is it gonna look if it's a tiny little teacup that like you and I would drink out of? And Hager's like, oh, that was mine. Like <laughs> she would There's look and be like, no, no way, a bucket. They are drinking out of bucket mugs. If he had bucket. little mugs, he'd probably not even. Be well, able he probably to, like, pick would. Them up. No, but he would like be like, "Yo, my friends are coming over. I gotta have some regular mug sizes." He's a thoughtful dude. I don't know. But think of like, think of like, you really want like a good cup of tea. How is he drinking brandy out of the bottles? They had to walk two fingers. They walk from their front door of the castle to Haggard's front door and it's cold and there's 
a foot of snow on the mm-hmm. ground mm-hmm. and they're chilly underneath that cloak, even though they're close to each other. And they come inside the warm hut and he's got a giant bucket sized cup of a mug. And what? then you a cup of tea, and, a mug and, of tea. and then and then they struggle to drink it. <laughs> that should be the title. Cup of a mug. <laughs> <laughs> but like, think of how happy you would be. I, I would tea, be disappointed though. that it would be a struggle to drink it. And I can't just sip. Nah, dude. I would That's, sip. I'd I can't get out. on board with this. I cannot. I need tea now. He had to have re- regular size mugs for friends. Would you like She's me thoughtful. to put on the kettle? Maybe after. <laughs> size is it? A bathtub size kettle? How we fill in these buckets? <laughs> <laughs> he has a cauldron over his fire. Yeah, he's he's get out. Already. He doesn't get out. He doesn't Catch use magic. Wink, in. wink. <laughs> Not magic. Wink, wink. Right. He Pink definitely um, doesn't Pink do umbrella. magic. Wink, wink. Cuteness. All right, Katie, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Don't I'm so apologize. sorry. <laughs> All right, so bugs. Hagrid opens the door. Standing there is good old Umbridge. She's got her lips purse. She's already ready Ugh. to be Aunt Petunia you know, style. I'm not gonna say the word. And she leans back so she can see Hagrid's face because she barely reaches to like his belly button. Um, so she goes, So she said slowly and loudly, as though speaking to somebody death, You're Hagrid, are you? And without waiting for an answer, she just goes into his house. Yeah, yeah no, how I would rude is that? Stick my foot out, tripper. Like, you were not invited in, ma'am. No, that is breaking and entering, sir. <laughs> it's terrible. Dry up, dumb... Nope, I almost called her Dumbridge. Whoops, I meant Umbridge. You great prune. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, and then, so she goes in there, and she's, like, looking everywhere, and she snaps at Fang to get away, even though he's Ugh. being a quality pooch, because he is mm. such a good, a good, good boy. He's even trying to lick this evil woman's face, because he's a quality He's a, a quality pooch. Mm-hmm. Now listen, dogs are great. <laughs> dogs are like the best. No, but in honestly, you can, you can tell how a person is based on the way that they treat animals. No, that's a fact. Yep. Yeah, a thousand yep. percent. Nasty creature. Even a small little ant. If you walk into my oh. apartment and you don't pet my cat's little head, I will judge you. You can just leave. They're allergic. If I'm being honest, Megan will judge you even if you do pet her cat's head. Uh, based on how you pet it. <laughs> oh my god! You have to do it properly. <laughs> I'm kidding, though. I know some people are allergic and they can't. Well, that's different. Whatever. That is different. <laughs> yes, you have to give the kitty cat a good smoosh to his face. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So poor Hagrid is like, mm, I don't want to be rude, but who the ruddy hell are you? I love him. I know. And she's like, I'm Dolores Umbridge, blah, blah, blah. She's looking around the cabin. Um, and Hagrid actually recognizes <laughs> I love her. Little bit. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hagrid actually recognizes her name, though. And he's like, I thought you were like one of those ministry people. Don't you work with fudge? And she's still taking in every single detail of that cabin while she's like, yeah, I was the senior undersecretary, but now I'm the defense against the dark arts teacher. And Hagrid, even though this woman just burst into his cabin, he just got home. He doesn't know what's going on. He's like making conversation and he's like, oh, well, that's really brave of you. Not many people take that job anymore. But she just cuts him off as if she hadn't heard a word that he said. And she's like, yeah, I'm also Hogwarts High Inquisitor. Um, And Hagrid tries to be like, what is that? But Umbridge, again, is just ignoring him and is like, oh, what's this broken mug all about? And he's like, oh, that was Fang. 
And, What's uh, this broken mug about? <laughs> uh, my dog. You know, whatever. Um, so from the book, she says, I heard voices. She said quietly, I was talking to Fang, said Hagrid stoutly. And he was talking back to you? Well, in a manner of speaking, said Hagrid, <laughs> looking uncomfortable. I sometimes say Fang's near enough human. There are three sets of footprints in the snow leading from the castle doors to your cabin, said Umbridge, Umbridge sleekly. Hermione gasped and Harry clapped a hand over her mouth. Luckily, Umbridge didn't hear. She is like, that irritates me. Like, keep yeah. your mouth shut. <laughs> you're trying to hide. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Alana when you're like, Alana, where are you? And you're playing hide and seeing. She's like, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's too pure. <sighs> Hagrid, though, he's a... Uh, He's still slick. He's like, well, I only just got back. Maybe someone came to call on me earlier and I missed them. But Humbridge, Humbridge, Umbridge is like, no, <laughs> there was no retreating footsteps. And Hagrid's like, well, I don't, I don't know why that would be. And he's looking nervous. Um, so here she goes to inspect the cabin more. She starts looking around. She looks under the bed. She's opening all his cupboards. She passes within two inches of the trio to the point where like Harry sucks his stomach in. And then finally she just turns to him and she's like, well, what happened? Why? Like, how did you sustain those injuries? This is none of your business. Get out. That that's none of her business. Also, if it was me in there, I would be like, first of all, you, you weren't you would not be stepping foot inside my hut. Mm -hmm. Second of all, why are you looking out under in and under my things? Get out. I would punch you across the whole thing it takes to get back to Hogwarts Castle. Get away from me. Oh, my God. The mm -hmm. grounds. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the grounds, whatever, you know. Um, so Hagrid then goes, well, she's like, what'd you do? So he takes the dragon stake off of his eyes, or eye, I should say, which leaves Umbridge then. She sees really how bad his eye is and actually shows her, or she's able to see more of the blood that's, like, caked on his face. Um, so it's probably not a good thing because he like looks worse without the steak on his face. Um, and he tells her that he had an accident. And then when he asked about like what kind, he says he told he tells her that he tripped over a broom. <laughs> and then he goes on to say um, that he tripped over a friend's broom. And he kind of like goes in this little backstory and is like, I mean, dude, like if you could see the size of me, clearly like I'm not really going to be able to fly on a broomstick because right. of, I, of my size. And then he goes on to talk about the front. He's like, I have a friend, though, that like breeds Abraxan horses. And, you know, they're big if you've ever seen one and they have wings. Um, and, you know, I've been able to ride one. And then Umbridge interrupts his speech for like a lack of a better word of like that. And so um, I know that we've talked about these horses before, but they're the ones that um, carried the Bobaton's carriage, except that is not how you say it. And I'm sorry, it's carriage. I don't know why I'm being me. Um, so that friend that he's talking about, in my opinion, is more than likely, um, Madame Maxime. And then, um, according to the wiki, I just wanted to read a little bit about him. So Abraxan is a breed of winged horse. They are giant and extremely powerful, and they have an appearance akin to that of a Palomino horse. Abraxan hair is white in color and is used as an ingredient in potion making. Um, and it is a rare possible corporal form of the Patronus charm. Um, and I'm not going to read like all the things about it. I don't know if it's in this book, actually. I'll look it up. Um, but I did look up the Patronus meaning of if you have the Abraxan winged horse, it's a breed Ooh. of winged horse 
um, gigantic in size and extremely powerful. They are selective eaters and usually require forceful handling. That was a struggle for Sasa to say for whatever (laughs) reason. I thought you did just fine. Um, And as a Patronus, they represent power, determination, and a free spirit. Mm. I didn't know Um, that they were an option for a Patronus. That's cool. If you have that as your Patronus, please post that you do within the group. Because I would yeah, like to know that's the cool. Facebook group. I guess I should say it is not in the whatever book this is. Are you serious? Um, Fantastic Beasts. I wanted to call it um, something else that wasn't How what could it was it called. Not be in that. Well, I don't know. Talk to Newt Scamander. Uh, so Umbridge basically then gets straight to the point because she interrupts his little speech about like horses and that he's been able to ride one. Um, and you know what they do tell, they do tell you, like, if you're trying to like lie about something, like keep it as close to the truth as possible. So like he is lying about how he got it, but like, he's also not lying about the fact that he can't ride a broom, but he probably has and is able to ride an Abraxan horse or whatever. Um, anyway, so she interrupts him. She gets straight to the point asking him where he's been. And you know, the term started over two months ago and the school had someone covering your classes. So like broski, like, well, she wouldn't call him that because He's too good for her. Um, (laughs) And she's like, so no one seemed to know where you were. Like she's asking his colleagues, you know, Uh, and he's like, you know, I've been, I've been away from my health. And in my words, he looks like awful right now. Like, dude, with your face in the state that it is in, that is very likely not believable. (laughs) And she literally was like, I see. Uh, and I was like, you know, Haggard, he just needed some fresh air. And she's like, oh, that's hard to come by when you are a groundskeeper at Hogwarts. And then he's like, I just needed a change of scenery. And she goes, mountain scenery? Question mark. Um, and Umbridge saying this basically means she knows where he was at, which is exactly what Harry's thinking. He's like, she knows. Yes, Megan. So... Maybe she is working with the Death Eaters. Oh. It wouldn't surprise me. It, it sounds... Because how else would she know? It well, sounds well, suspicious. Because Death Eaters are working at the Ministry, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're out as Death Eaters. It could just be Ministry workers that are spying on... But how would she know about, like, mountains? Like, how does because, she know that mountains are a thing? Because maybe Fudge is talking to her about what's going on at the ministry because the ministry is keeping tabs on people who are in the Order of the Phoenix. And just because the, the ministry right now is full of a bunch of bad people. Like, let's get serious. But not all we of them. I've said that so much I, this episode. We have been to serious, be quiet. okay? No, but like, just because they're... They're working as ministry officials, but it doesn't mean that they are like, oh, and by the way, I'm also a Death Eater. You know what I mean? Because, like, take, for instance, um, Arthur Weasley, ministry worker, but is not actively out as a member of the Order of the Phoenix. Well, no one is, really. But that's the thing. It's like this unsaid thing that goes on. You know what I mean? So, like so he's she might just being tracked by the ministry on top of being oh, followed by McNair. Yeah. Does that make sense? Sorry. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I yes, really yes. took the ooh, long way around. Ooh, 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 I wonder if it's McNair is doing the like it's who? double agent McNair. McNair. There it is. <laughs> like, I wonder if he's like he was officially there for the ministry trailing mm, and be like, guess what I'm doing for my job? Hagrid. Voldemort. I'm gonna get on yes. your good side. And, yes. And he's like, mm-hmm. hey. 
Like, yeah, they're telling me Peter I got to do this, but really, I'm for... actually reporting back to Voldemort yes. first. Yes. Whoa. I love wow. all of this. Our like, mind was blown. A lot. And if you say your mind wasn't blown, you're lying. You are lying. Double agent wizard. But like, I mean, that's like super, a super easy double agent. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's like, like no that's, one that's in the ministry. That's not a situation. It's all like the majority of the ministry that are like death users. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got an easy job. And he's like, yeah. Foy just making it real easy. Mm-hmm. You heard about the umbrage lady? He's like, we owe her, but not really. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the chapter. <laughs> I said, nope, no mountains for Hagrid. Mountains, never heard of her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Hagrid has been spending time, so he tells her, in the south of France for, you know, some sun and some sea. And <laughs> Umbridge points out, uh, you don't really have much of a tan. But, you know, Hagrid has sensitive skin and he doesn't. Um, oh, and he tries to like smile. And then this is when Hag- or Harry notices that two of Hagrid's teeth have been knocked out. Um, oh. Poor guy. And so Umbridge then lets Hagrid know that she's going to let the Minister of Magic know of his late return. And as part of her duties as the High Inquisitor, <laughs> she has been Duty. inspecting her fellow teachers. And then I said, in my opinion, they're not your fellow teachers. Ma- you, ma'am, are not a teacher. You are just someone who oversees basically a study hall. <sighs> and you think way too highly of yourself because these you are teaching these kids nothing. Truth. Literally nothing. I love you for saying these things. She is not an educator. You Correct. Correct. You're literally educating nothing but evilness and hatred. Like, they're not learning anything from you, ma'am. Anyways, she is going to be seeing Hagrid very soon. <laughs> oh, oh that hurts my soul. <laughs> So he seems very <laughs> surprised because, like, um, he's like, "What? Like being inspected?" And it's like, especially by someone like Umbridge, because he at the beginning was like, "Dude, don't you work for the ministry? Like, why are you here?" Yeah. Um, and she lets him know that, and this is a quote from the book: "The ministry is determined to weed out unsatisfactory teachers." Hagrid, good night. And I said the word I can't say. I mean, which, um finally leaves and Harry then goes to like get out from under the cloak, but Hermione stops him. She grabs his wrist because Umbridge might still be lingering outside. Um, do you have to, do you have to, Oh my do you have gosh. to let it linger? Sorry. It's been stuck in my head <laughs> for like a week. Um, so she's like, I don't want just in case she's like lingering outside and they're trying to catch a glimpse of like the students. She like suspects slash knows or in Hagrid's hut. Uh, they got to be careful. So Hagrid also basically has the same idea. And that was not a correct statement, but whatever. Watches out the window. He like peeks, peek out the window to watch her walk back towards the castle um, to confirm that she's not snooping around outside. So he comments out loud about her inspecting teachers and Harry lets him know about Trelawney and how she is on probation. And then this is when um, Hermione starts to gently ask Hagrid about what he's planning on teaching in his lessons because she is worried that they might be more dangerous than what the ministry would approve of Mm. because he doesn't have a great track record. I think he just gets because he's like he's He's a good teacher. He's trustworthy of creatures. Yes. And I think that he gets overly excited and he wants these students to, they, maybe he thinks that they're capable of like being gentle like he is. And sometimes they are not. I think he, I I think he wants everyone to be on the same like excitement level that he is on. I think he expects and thinks that everyone 
treats creatures mm-hmm. as he does, mm-hmm. yeah. which they do not. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes he introduces creatures that maybe should wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder because if of the maturity like level of the students. Well, and I wonder part of it too, like you know, he is half giant, and how many stunning spells does it take like that he gets hit and he like doesn't? You know what I mean? Probably so. A like, oh, a uh, uh, creature. They're being aggressive towards him, him yeah. is not going to be the same as a creature being aggressive towards like I, me I, or someone else. You know what I mean? I will say that I think that the Thestrals were very much appropriate for this year. I think, yeah. I mean, Thestrals, they, I think they're given like year a, five. Uh, good. I think they're given like a hard rap for like how you. Oh, absolutely. See them. Is this what he was talking about? The creatures? I was going to. That are coming up? That he's talking about. So anyways, I'm going to go back. In. Yeah, probably. Unless Megan, did you have something to say? Um, I can't remember right now, but if I remember, mm, welcome to the I club. I it. won't, I will not call on you. <laughs> oh my God. Um, where was I? Oh, he I think I was want- gonna, sorry. Go ahead. I think I was just going to say that I think that he gets overly excited about showing specifically Harry, Ron and Hermione creatures. Mm. And even though they are younger he do that than on, like, the, say, the seventh years, he should really save some of those creatures for seventh year, but he shows them to Harry, Ron, and Hermione because I think he's excited to share it with them. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Um, so he doesn't want her to worry because he's got a lot of lessons planned for them. And this is somewhat a quote, but I wrote it out in stuff I can actually read. So I've been keeping a couple of creatures saved for your OWL year. You wait, there's something really special. Uh, and that's what I'm talking about. Hermione is at the festivals because he's like talking about breeding. Uh, maybe he didn't. Anyway, so Hermione is nervous and then asks what is special about them. But Hagrid doesn't want to tell them because he doesn't want to spoil the surprise. So Hermione then lays it out for him, saying like she's worried that Umbridge won't be happy if he teaches them about a creature that's too dangerous. Um, and I want to. And Tiffany, you're not listening to me. I'm listening to you. Because you didn't answer me. Uh, and this is from the book. It says dangerous said Hagrid looking genially bemused. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't be silly. I wouldn't give her anything dangerous. I mean, all right, they can look after themselves. Hagrid, you've got to pass Umbridge's inspection to do, to do that. It would really be better if she saw you teaching us how to look after poor locks, how to tell the difference between gnarls and hedgehogs, stuff like that. Um, show me poor locks. That's what I'm talking about. You know, is she, or is he talking about festivals where he's like, they really can take care of themselves. They're not really that dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Probably. Is he's talking about? Because I was like, mm, and then I was like, mm, let's look it up. And then I was like, meh, what else? I think so. I think that also that could sense. refer back to like, hippogriffs can take care of themselves. Who? Hippogriffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flobber worms I thought you said can. hamburgers. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you can get no, right in my belly. <laughs> um... So then Hermione tries to get him to see that, like, they really need to do things on the lower level. So, like I said, as I read, you know, they because really as I read in bed, (laughs) they aren't even doing spells in defense against the dark arts, which you think would be a good thing. They're reading from a textbook quietly, which is why I say this is a study hall and she's not a teacher. That's how I'm going to teach. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) you would never. Um, You're right. And they, so she talks about like they should be learning about porlax, gnarls. Is that how you say that? You don't yeah. say canarls, correct? Well, you say canuts, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and hedgehogs, like Sonic, you know? <laughs> um, those things are safe. That's exactly 
why Hagrid doesn't want to do it because it really doesn't sound very interesting as like his reasoning and he has more interesting things up his sleeve and he says I've been bringing bringing them on for years and this is probably why it is the Thestrals Mm -hmm. I reckon I've got the only domestic herd in Britain yeah it is it is so I wanted to talk about these animals so they are two of these three things are in Fantastic Beasts and where to find them so Porlock that has um, a Ministry of Magic classification of two X's. And I will tell you in two shakes of a lamb's tail what um, that means. I just have to get to that page in this book that I... She's still talking to because she's turning pages. Yeah. She's trying to bud. So oh, two is, is harmless slash maybe domesticated. That's how they are. Can I see the illustration, please? And thank you. I looked at the one in the wiki. It says... Can you see it? Oh, that looks so. Weird. It says the Porlock mm. is a horse guardian found in Dorset, England, and in the southern and in southern Ireland. Covered in shaggy fur, it has a large quantity of rough hair on its head, an exceptionally large nose. It walks on two cloven feet. The arms are small, and end in four stubby fingers. Fully grown porlocks are around two feet high and feed on grass. The porlock is shy and lives to guard horses. It may be found curled in the straw of stables or else sheltering in the midst of a herd of the herd it protects. Porlocks mistrust humans and always hide at their approach. So how are they protecting horses? Like what are they doing? I don't know. What's their magical ability besides being hurt? That is terrifying looking. Uh, it looks different. Than it looks the... like a T-Rex. Oh, but furry. I think it's supposed to be that thing. Okay. So there are horses on this page. Little arms. <laughs> um, so like I said, they're about two. This is from the Wikia. It says they are small, reaching a height of two feet on average when they're fully grown, covered in amount of rough, shaggy hair. Um, and then I don't know. Let me see where they got this information from. Oh, this is from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It no says in the 14th century, Porlocks were classified as beings by beings by the Wizards Council based on the fact that they were able to walk on two legs. They were later reclassified as beasts. It says during the 1980s, Amos Diggory, working for the Department of Regulation. Let me make sure this isn't like a... Yeah, this Hogwarts like, mystery. We're not reading that part. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> I know. I try and skip over that stuff. I'm like, yeah, what? She's like, whatever. Um, Porlocks were studied by fifth-year students at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry and Care of Magical Creatures during uh, the 1995 to 1996 school year. Um, cool. So that's really all they have on the um, wiki. Porlock. And then it also says their hair color is red and brown. Did I read that on this one? I did not. So I don't know where they got it from. Maybe Hogwarts mystery. Their eye color is blue. Whatever. I don't know if that's true. And then a canarl. (laughs) No. I know. We'll just call it a gnarl. It's um, It's gnarly, man. It is very cute. Um, I actually read that as a carl. And I was like, that's (laughs) weird. (laughs) It's a combat carl. (laughs) Oh, um, so I looked <laughs> up because it's it is in the Fantastic Beast book. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I'm surprised. But it's also like I'll read stuff from the wiki too if it has different information. How are these two uh, things in there, but not like, the uh, like, abraxas and horses? They're like a blip in time, whereas yeah. the horses were like 
more than just a mention. Well, a gnarl is um, a three classified as three axes, which a competent Ooh. wizard should cope. Um, which we know Hagrid is when it comes to beasts. And it says the gnarl, Northern Europe and America is usually is usually mistaken for a hedgehog by muggles. These two species are indeed indistinguishable except for one important behavioral difference. If food is left out in the garden for a hedgehog, it will accept and enjoy the gift. If food is offered to a gnarl, on the other hand, it will assume that the householder is attempting to lure it into a trap and will savage the householder's garden plants or garden ornaments. Many a muggle child have been accused of vandalism when when an offended gnarl was the real culprit. (gasps) It's kind of like a groundhog. Like groundhogs wreck garden and all that jazz. And all that jazz. Um, So like, it's interesting where Hermione's like, talk about the difference. Well, like that really would that take a whole class to talk about the difference between a gnarl and uh, probably not hedgehog. Um, And really like the pictures, they look exactly like a hedgehog, you know, in physical appearance. They're very cute. Um, and it says, this is on the wiki, it says, uh, it talks about the whole thing about the difference between them with the food thing. So you know that gnarls are not Hufflepuffs, but hedgehogs are. <laughs> um, gnarls, this says, eat wild daisies. A potioner will often have to remove gnarls from a daisy patch in order to pick the flowers. Casting a well-aimed stunning spell on a gnarl will work well and not do any permanent harm to an animal. And that's from Wonder Book, po- Book of Potions. So I don't know what that is. Is that even like a canon thing? Who knows? And then this says, let's see, is this from, yeah, Order of the Phoenix talks about gnarl quills have magical uses. Fred and George Weasley once paid Mundungus Fletcher six sickles for a bag of gnarl quills to experiment with for possible use in the Weasley's Wizard Weezes products. Gnarl mm. quill. So they're just like spikies? Yeah. Well, it's purple. Is it purple? My screen's blue. What is it? No, that is purple. <laughs> oh. purple. That was in, that, that's because it was in Potter's Unite. It's a baby gnarl. Potter's Unite? What is that? Wizards oh, Unite. Potter's Unite. Potter's Unite. Oh, gosh. And so on the history of the wickets, as they were featured in Care of Magical Creatures OWL, so they are going to be talked about in the school year, so. where students had to locate it amongst a group of hedgehogs. So I that I can enjoy. I, um, the trick was to offer each creature some milk, given how hedgehogs are lactose intolerant. I don't know where this came from. And milk is just poisonous to them. Uh, oh, maybe that's just how a hedgehog is. <laughs> that might be just a true fact about oh, hedgehogs. my God. Let's look it up. All I can think of is Potters Unite is like the flight of the seven potters, and they're all standing in the Dursley's kitchen, and they're like, Potters Unite! <laughs> Stop. Um... Our hedge. I'm not Vinny in the Discord says that that's a ceramics game. What, Potters Unite? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so hedgehogs, according to the internet, um, are lactose intolerant. So please do not give them milk. Oh, man. So there's a fact for you. Hedgehogs? Um, Use that in my everyday life. And the gnarl, though, being more intelligent, may be actually aware of this fact. (gasps) That's what the wikia says. Don't give me that. I Who need knows? my lactate. <laughs> and so then I was like, let's look up hedgehogs. Um, because Sonic. why not? So 
Well, they don't talk about hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog on Harry Potter Wikia. So this one is like, it's a spiny mammal whose body is covered in many sharp projective spikes. This is from the Wikia. Um, And uh, apparently in the Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets video game, a man named Thaddeus Thurkle, who was a wizard, had (laughs) once had seven children who all turned out to be squibs. And in anger, Thaddeus turned them all into hedgehogs. I thought you were going to say they were all hedgehogs no. but now they are I guess. and it says the hedgehog is one possible corporal form of the patron's charm how does um, that even come up in a video game like knows, like dude. how did that come up in Play the video, video game? games um and this is the gnarl greatly resembles a hedgehog you know the two differences they'll happily get food or whatever the hedgehog will the gnarl will not um so that's cool hedgehogs man am i right yeah you're right I love hedgehogs. I want one. But I think what? that you can't have them here. And like, like they're not domesticated Like in Florida, pets. you mean? Companion yeah, pets. Like they make Florida, great companion pets. However, them. as nocturnal animals, you need to feed and care for them in the evening hours. Um, and so I did look up on that same, because it's MuggleNet's website that has like all of the Patronuses. Um, and looked up the hedgehog one and it says cute and lovable inside and out. Those who possess a hedgehog Patronus may thrive on giving and receiving love and may feel they need more of it than others realize while upfront about their endearment and affectionate personality. Hedgehogs are also known to be anxious and overly cautious. Interesting. Well, I'm not the overly cautious, but on the rest of it, they often worry about their own and others say others of their kinds safety those around must approach the hedgehog with care and precision though because when defensive and hurt hedgehogs are remembered not for their sweetness but for their sharp spikes Mm. yeah so then hermione goes on to basically kind of plead with hagrid because umbridge is looking really for any excuse to get rid of teachers that the ministry and really just her think that are too close to dumbledore and um if that like hagrid should teach them something dull um that will be on the owl test like teach us stuff but like make it so she has no like don't give her any more ammunition than mm-hmm. she needs to like mm-hmm. get rid of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then kind of Hagrid's like starts to yawn. Yeah, Megan. I was just going to say, I think that it's, I mean, it's hard in this moment to like convince him cause he truly just doesn't get it with her. Yeah. So not yet. He doesn't, well, he, he doesn't, doesn't know, it, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he has no idea. So he's just kind of in his mind. He's probably just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. It's, it's yeah. going to be fine. And she like is really trying Hogwarts to be like, no, sin. like you don't, you don't get it. You yeah. need to be yeah. safe. You don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> Hagrid doesn't know that Umbridge is dumb. Still, he goes to work every day. She tells him she might not fire him, but he doesn't know. Anyways. So he basically kind of like wants him out. This is the vibe I'm getting. So he's like, oh, I'm so tired. Yawn. And I said, dude's been away from his bed for months. Like, legit. Like, four or five months, right? Yeah. Like, that's a long time. It is a very long time. It is a long time. Like, he's not slept in a real bed, I guarantee you. Yeah. In, like, however many months it's been. Because he left, right? In June. So, (laughs) is it... it, What month is this? Is this October? Or November? uh, Has Halloween happened yet? I don't think so. I don't think it has. There's snow on the ground. 
Huh? There's snow on the ground. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it's north. Right. It's yeah, super but north. Like Scotland. Yeah, but I, it snows yeah, but much I, earlier there. Yeah, but I. Bleh, it's bleh, way more bleh. north than we are. So, like, I think it's still past October. Well, we yeah, just we've been in school, school for more than two months. In it September, is, it's in November yeah. at least. So, what year is it? <laughs> so it's been June, July. August, September, October, and into November. My homeboy has not been in his in a bed slash his own bed. Mm. Anyways, it's also real late, and I'm a grandma, and I, I like mean, to be in bed. I'm ready for bed right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's almost past my bedtime. Um, mm. And he's, you know, he's ready to get into his bed and to sleep, because he also wants them out, because he doesn't talk about his lessons anymore. So he gives Hermione, like, a pat on her shoulders, kind of like... um That'll do, pig. That'll do. No, like, what am I trying to think of? Like, almost like a, not, he, I don't think he means it condescendingly, but it kind of seems that way where he's like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. But really, like, Haggard, you don't know what you're talking yeah. about because it's a lot worse than, like, what they're saying. Like, they're trying to, because he just doesn't know. He just hasn't seen it. And they've been living it for two and a half months or however long it's been. Mm-hmm. So he gives her a pat on the shoulders and he knocks her to her knees. And then he also is like, Ugh! he's like, sorry. And he, like, picks her up, but he, like, grabs the back of her shirt to pick her up like that's just like woof. anyways um and he's like don't worry about me i've got great lessons planned like just you wait henry higgins just you wait uh and now you know you, you better get back to school uh because you know you gotta go back and just make sure that you cover your tracks this time so then on their way back, Ron comments that, you know, I really don't think that like Hagrid like got the message. Like it didn't really sink in. Um, and like while he, they're like walking back and he's saying this, Hermione is using the obliteration charm to get rid of their footprints in the snow. So I Googled that as well because, you know, we want to learn here on Swish and Flick and we want to know things. I want to know. So according to the Wikia, the obliteration charm is, uh, was a charm used to remove footprints. <laughs> Does it <laughs> and it says, including imprints or stains? Hmm. Um, stains. In my opinion, I think that like you could use it to like get rid of like obliteration. Like if you're trying to get rid of things. Oh, she used it. it in Goddard's Hollow too. Yes. So for their Hermione again. Correct. Yeah, so Hermione uses this now that we're reading it because they want to make sure their tracks are covered, leaving Hagrid's, and, leaving and then the she uses it again. To remove the footprints, she and Harry left while walking through the snow in Godric's Hollow oh, in 1997. They don't show that in the movies. That didn't matter, did it? Oh. Also oh, used in 101 Dalmatians by Pongo and Perdita mm-hmm. to cover With up a their little pony's prints. And also, <laughs> in Ben Cooper uses it in uh, Hogwarts Mystery. Oh, my God. Old ben, Cooper. Um, old ben Cooper. That's Copper. <laughs> ben Copper. <laughs> Good old Ben Cooper. He's friends with Eric Fudge. <laughs> what if he was? And uh, Chokey White. <laughs> oh. That's so bad because it sounds terrible. It does sound awful. Um, oh, and then this is from like, this is from another wikia, but it's like mmsl.fandom.com. But it talks about the obliteration charm and it says... Obliteral. Where where did they get that from? That's not even cited. Um, and it's a spell that is used to remove footprints from the snow. It is unknown what other uses this charm has. And it says the oh, they're just using the Latin. Yeah. So uh, the, um, well, the etymology obliteral is Latin for to guess. blot out or erase, uh, which I thought was like so cool. Mm-hmm. 
So like the more, you know, what's this voice, you know, I don't know. Does Sasha who's ever this, know? Who's this? Who's this new person? I could do. I could do the voice I use when we are. Um, I'm like the travel, not travel agent. Oh, my tour Tiffany's guide. favorite. <laughs> that's because that's a playoff of my. Whatever I used when I was talking about Alana's diapers. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So then Hermione responds saying that she'll just go back tomorrow to see Hagrid and convince him. And she says. And I quote, I will plan his lessons if I have to. I don't care if she throws Trelawney out, but she's not taking Hagrid. And I was like, well, that's not really super nice to Trelawney, but I get, you know, they have their whatever. But like, I'm she all about keeping Hagrid on. like her. They in a fight. But like, I I appreciate this because maybe it's because like I, I, I don't know. I want to say that like, yeah, like keep Hagrid. But at the same time, I'm like, well, you should keep Trelawney too. Like I get that like, She's they don't she's Trelawney and she's well, not everyone's cup of tea, but mm-hmm. like she's also not like a horrible teacher. Like she is correct in her predictions sometimes. She did know that Neville was gonna break that cup, did but she? also like was that a good guess? I wonder if she's like just really good at reading people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think she, that Hermione's just like, you know, I mean, if a teacher offends you, you're not gonna like them. Yeah. 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 And they just so. have, you know, two different lifestyles of like learning and life and yeah whatevs you know values which is fine but yeah don't don't uh kick Hagrid out i will kick you out of life <laughs> thus i love that chapter hermione is like i'm gonna go back and convince him like i will yeah. do it you know like anything she to keep important. him she's full of heart that one sometimes a little bit ambitious and uh, cutthroat, but you know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I don't agree with how she does life, but you know that is life. You don't always agree with people, mm. um, and yeah, sometimes right. I think she needs to learn a little bit more. Let's let's ask some questions here. No. Let's just skip it. Let's just like end right now. There's Bring a up. lot of lightning round questions. We're going to have to go a little bit fast because the station has been calling my name. All righty. Here we go. Look at this. Whew. Thank you. Holy mackerel. Okay. Holy moly. Puff Sarah asks, playing cards against muggles last night and someone played Voldemort's snake as the answer to the only way to defeat Voldemort is with. This got me thinking, if one Horcrux, Nagini, goes up against another, Voldemort's last piece of soul, what happens? Does one destroy the other, leaving one surviving, or do they destroy each other, ending in the mutual destruction of both Horcruxes? Well, wait, this well, happened. What's the, the, I think neither. What's the container of the of other happen, of the other it? soul piece, though? This did happen. But this Harry's, did happen with Harry and was a Horcrux against Voldemort, his last soul. And they and both that, died. Yeah, but I think that's different with, with him and Voldemort because, like, they're people. Harry had and a so soul like, to spare. It's, it's like the full, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not to go back to, like, the whole tomato sauce thing. Oh, but, gosh. like, Voldemort is the original soul. You the know what OG. I mean? So in, as much as, like, his soul has been split, each one of these is, if if it's split, in, each, each one's split in half, I don't know. I think that, I think it'd be different if, like, Nagini and, like, the locket, like, if Nagini bit the locket, it wouldn't doing like i think neither one of them would like it wouldn't Can't do it move on oh, okay so like take voldemort you know I mean? out of the equation like two other horcruxes probably right 
And like, I think the only reason like Harry himself couldn't defeat the Horcrux, he had to use um, the sword, you know, right. or the he thing. Needed, yeah, he or still needed something fire. that destroyed Horcruxes. Yeah, so I don't think they, I think yeah. they just are well, like. Well, I guess if Nagini did it, though, out, maybe uh, it would but, like, work because Nagini, but I guess. She's not a basilisk, though. Right. True. But like her venom still might kill, but like, I don't Snape. know if it would. Yeah, but that's just because he's I think like she a mortal would still... being and he, yeah, she literally so like, like bit his neck and he bled out. Ugh. So like, well, but even if yeah. she, if she bites, if she bite, if she bit, oh, that's me saying bite and bit a lot, <laughs> like the locket or like the ring or whatever. Um, I don't, think I don't think could. it would be the Horcrux killing it, but like the venom, if yeah. that's what happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You also have to think a locket is just metal. Can't fight that. A, physic, a, a, a physical physical harm is no, not going to destroy harm. a soul. You know what I mean? You don't know okay. what destroys my soul. Okay. Oh my god, you're so dramatic. Um, the next question comes from Vinny. Did Hagrid give Madame Maxime some private classes on care of magical creatures? If you know what I mean, during their trip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. We're <laughs> oh, a PG podcast. Weasley asks, what do you think Hagrid would do if he was there when the king giant was killed? I think he would get Nothing. the heck out of there. I think he would have <laughs> yeah. just stayed away. He's man. not going to get involved in that. No. It's a losing battle. Um, <sighs> Sydney asks, if green is usually associated with evil and darkness, why do you think McGee is often pictured in green. I feel like we have discussed this before. She's BA. There's a lot of That's good why. with green, actually. Green color meaning. I know yes. that it is, there usually is for evil, but. Well, it also is, is the she color Irish? of life. Or she's, she's Scottish. She's Scottish. She's Scottish. Um, but it's also like the color of growth and energy and renewal. Well, why are Harry's eyes green? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's evil. <laughs> it's the Horcrux. It's the it Horcrux. Is, it is the Horcrux. <laughs> the Horcrux decided his eye color. Yeah, oh and God. Lily's, right? Um, I don't know. I th I think that I mean there's there's good and bad to like the color spectrum. I don't know. What am I trying to say? Every color has good connotations and bad connotations. So like obviously I would say McGonagall has the good connotations of green. Dumbledore is also isn't Dumbledore described in green at some point like one of his robes. He's purple. I'm purple. Sure he's mostly purple. He's like Always royal. Purple. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, he Never wears mind. swish purple. <laughs> That's it. Um, you're darn tootin'. He does. <laughs> Pesha asks, "What would you get Hagrid as a welcome back gift?" A cooked steak. To oh, eat. that's kind. Hagrid. Whoa. I give him a hug. Um, a new nice meal, a nice meal, and a new shirt. <laughs> Some brandy, a comfy like pillow, and a fluffy blanket. I might, I might house take slippers. him down to adopt another dog. You would love Aww. that. Maybe I a body pillow, a, a spa day, a memory foam mattress, one of those neck <laughs> pillows, perhaps a new bucket mug. <laughs> A new bucket <laughs> Don't get me started on those again. I will lose my mind. Like it, may, it doesn't make sense for him to have. Like it would not make sense for him to have 
tiny mugs and like then use that as a cover story of like why there's a broken mug. Can you see these children drinking out of buckets? Maybe it's maybe not all of his mugs are bucket size, but maybe they're like the size of like a bowl of soup. That's pretty large. I just think they're smaller mugs in this house. I don't know. I don't think that's like, how would he explain that to Umbridge? I don't know. Exactly. I'm He's right. He's having you're a wrong. tea party. I'm big and you're small. I'm smart and you're dumb. There are many standings of keto here. Always. What? Always. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Chelsea asks, what gift would you give the giants? A bucket mug. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I would give them something they could use. I would Did give we them talk a about weapon. This? Like, like because then maybe chew. they'd come back to our side. <laughs> You know, I I'd I give them know. a cat. I probably would give them like space, like literal, like let's clear land. out some like yeah, land. Give that them you a can planet, a whole dang a whole planet. planet. What about like a a a never need to refill bow and <laughs> I arrow? You're gonna say a never nude, <laughs> <laughs> like a, a never like nude. bow and arrow that never runs out of arrows. You just continue to pull unlimited bow and arrow, unlimited bow and arrows. Yeah, I'll no, go with unlimited that. arrows with a bow. There we go. Sure. Mm, yes, a quiver. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. arrows are held in. Marcus Vi- Vinicius asks, "Do you think dragon heartstring wands are created without killing a dragon?" I think we no. discussed no. this, and I unfortunately, sadly, I think no. It was a very sad tweet. <sighs> Truffles asks, is it pronounced Olympi or Olymp? I say Olymp. I say Olymp. You know, nut, canut, gnarl, canarl. I believe that... <laughs> they say that in the movie. Um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on his name? Don't they? Who's the... Jim Dale. Jim Dale. I believe he says Olymp. He I must, because that's... I've heard it said. Sarah, what do you think? I think um, it's I'll like just go with you guys because if it's if y'all say Olymp because that dude says it, that dude. <laughs> um, Eric Mancini Munch. asks, "Do you think wizards killed dragons for use in potions and wand making?" Yeah, yes, I'm sure it's happened. Unfortunately, um, ooh, this is a fun one. Maui Potter asks, "What was your favorite morning cartoon as a kid?" Oh. I have two. Uh, Looney Tunes and Rugrats. No, and I watched. I watched a ton of Rugrats. I was Rocket definitely, Power. Remember oh, that? Rocket Power. Weedy weedy weedy. Dude, they're bringing back Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> oh, I watched a lot adventures. of Ren and Stimpy, which is highly <laughs> inappropriate. Yeah. I do not know why my mom let me I watch don't know that. Why my mom let me watch that either? Dude, what about Hey Arnold, Cat Dog, mm, Angry Beavers, mm-hmm. Ah Real Monsters, Rugrats, Ah Real Monsters, right? I yeah. Rocco's Modern bears. Life. Rocco's Modern Life, yeah. I loved, um, what else did you say? Hey Arnold. Cat mm. dog. He's like, don't hit me. Yeah. I'll hit me. Hey Watch Arnold is so good. so good. And Rugrats was definitely. What about yeah, Rugrats Puff Girls? Yeah. I never I watched any that, of the Cartoon Network stuff. I didn't watch it as constantly as I watched some of the other ones. Oh, PB&J Otter. Oh, yeah. Never watched. Do you guys watch? That was a uh, Disney one. It wasn't in the morning, but I used to watch Pokemon after mm-hmm. school. No. Mm-hmm. Right and, after uh, school. What's that? What's Little that one bear. that's like Pokemon, but it's not? Did you something? Did you Digimon? Digimon. Hey, oh, never watched Franklin. that. Yes. I used to. Monsters. I watched Franklin a lot. I used to watch Dragon Ball Z. 
I but I can't oh, tell you Dragon anything Tales. about it anymore. Never watched mm-hmm. Dragon Tales. I liked Dragon yeah. Tales. I need to look I think up what else was like a kid thing for us. I loved Rocket Power. There was like another one that was Rugrats. similar. I used to, I used to watch stuff. Rugrats, Rugrats is probably the one I've watched Winnipeg. the most. Just me. Yeah. I used I to watch stuff it. that was definitely not for me, but it was on before my stuff came on. So, like, literally, I remember sitting through, like, Blue's Clues and Gullah Gullah Island. Oh, Gullah oh, Gullah, Gullah Island. Gullah Gullah, 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 Gullah Island. Doug. Gullah Gullah. Doug. But Gullah Gullah Island wasn't really a cartoon. No. No, but it was a so kid show that was on. Anybody watch us Told by Ginger? That was a real yes, song. Yeah, I forgot yes. about that. Arthur was, was always good. What about the Thornberries? <gasps> the Wild um, Thornberries. What was the other one it? that, um, oh shoot, what was Sponge it called? SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah, SpongeBob. I wasn't allowed Obviously. to watch. Um, oh man, what was it? I think Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh, no. dude, I loved Ed and Not Eddie. Not Ed and Eddie. What about Dexter's Laboratory? I like Dexter's no. Laboratory. No, it was, uh, what was it like? Wasn't considered a bad one none of them they were all ren good. and stimpy <laughs> ren and stimpy i don't think i could what watch about that. cow and chicken that was pretty bad i don't think i could watch cow and chicken <laughs> i never oh watched boy. them yeah like i said i never really got into but i was more so into like the disney ones anyway i was really into the new adventures of winnie the pooh all the way up until like current times about i go on youtube and watch the new adventures the- of winnie the pooh <laughs> That was back when you had to pay extra for the Disney Channel. Like we yeah. didn't have that. I Roll my brother told us we weren't allowed to watch it because it cost extra, and so we oh, never oh. really watched Disney. Like a crazy. I mean, we we know Disney movies, we watched them, um, but like TV shows, we watched Nickelodeon all the time. My mom yeah. would like record her face the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh <laughs> yes. on VHS, and I would like I had like a VHS that Dude. I just constantly watched. <gasps> Do you guys remember Stick Stickly? Yes, no. <laughs> vaguely. What is that? Do you? <gasps> You'll oh know. Gosh. You'll Google know. Google, Google, Google sticks. Um, he was you in the summer. Yeah. Do you want to know what I recorded once on a VHS tape? This is so embarrassing, but it was Aaron Carter's song, <laughs> Oh Aaron. And it was the one where like his brother Nick was <laughs> rapping on it. It's like, Aaron, oh Aaron, what are we going what to do going with to you? Because he like goes. <laughs> Um, and he tells like all of his friends oh, that he was gonna gosh. give his brother like oh I've got tickets like my brother's in Backstreet Boys like I get everybody mm-hmm. tickets and so he calls up Nick and he's like hey bro like what what do you need he's like um I just need some tickets he's like yeah sure I can get you he's like how many he's like one two uh three thousand three he's like what the fact that I know all of this but I used to watch it every single day and then cry because I couldn't I've meet him and I'm not lying I would sit on <laughs> Did you I would go sit see during Aaron summer Carter vacation when he came to Cleveland I did not. Oh, man. My cousin not, and I I don't went, go to concerts. And I remember after the concert was over, my cousin like came up to me and she's like, oh, my God. He ran past me. I felt his air. <laughs> I just like vividly remember that memory of her. Do you like, want to know what? Freaking out because she felt Aaron Carter's air. <laughs> so funny. I recorded on VHS. We put on oversized black T-shirts and acted out Free Willy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Bridget and I would record stuff the, like the on purity. tape. I acted out free willy. <laughs> Did that. We would jump over the couch. <laughs> so 
funny. All right. All right. Let's let's, let's go. On. Okay. Kara Lynn asks, Voldemort's hatred of Muggleborns or other magical beings he might consider half-breeds seems to come from a deep sense of self-loathing, shame, and anger about his own heritage and past. What do you think underlies Umbridge's hatred? Same, she man. also has the same well, we past. we kind of know this answer, right? Well, and I think yeah. part of it, too, like for um, Don, Voldemort is Whoa. that... He was conceived, and I don't know how, like, 100% like canon factual this is under like a love potion. So, like, I wonder if that messes with like his um, emotional, like, emotional um, maturity. You know what I mean? I so, know. like, he do- he can't, I don't know again if this is true or not, but like, he can't I actually love. That, I think that she has confirmed that, but I don't love I think it. that's canon. I just think that like adds to him like his his like not caring and yeah. like being able to like it makes it like, opposite kill whomever he wants. You know what I mean? Like like he he doesn't have that moral compass compass where he's like, oh, I should I shouldn't be killing people. He literally like doesn't, doesn't have care. feelings. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. you know how like, like sociopaths like how or whatever killers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, they have like no, no sense of mm-hmm. sympathy like they for just what they have done. no feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not sympathy. Mm-hmm. What's empathy. the right word? Empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Umbridge's just the background is like her brother was a squib, was a squib. and her mm-hmm. and her mom, mom stopped was talking a muggle, right? to her dad. I think it was something. her dad stopped her like didn't want anything to do with them. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, because her mom, I think, was a muggle. So, like, why would you marry someone? Have two that, kids like, with them, but like hate them. I don't know. I, don't know. I guess people have Something weird happened. marriages. Something was happen. weird. <sighs> okay. Courtney asks, what different camping or cooking equipment did Hagrid have in his coat? I think he brought his pink umbrella, which is like an army knife. You don't know what kind of Truth. great things are going to come out of it. Sausages in a pan for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Maybe <gasps> I don't know if we ever talked about this or me might have and I'm just a genius that remembers things. I wonder if his pockets are like Hermione's purse where they're Extendable. like Well, he gave Harry the moleskin pouch which nobody can get into. Is his coat made of moleskin? I wonder. Do you know what I'm saying like extendable? No, I know, and I'm also thinking about <laughs> if no one can get in it either. But, but him. Harry oh. does get in it to pay the Owl. But he does get permission from Hagrid. This is true. Maybe that's the key. Yeah, Hagrid told him to do that. Ooh, <laughs> intrigue. <laughs> it's funny because Courtney then added, "Does Hagrid have an extendable cloak or his pockets oh. are they extendable?" So we kind of I think so. I think so because see the amount of things that were just listed in Sorcerer's Stone. Speaking of that, if you guys remember from way back in the day of me being Hagrid and having joking about Hagrid having a signed picture of me. My niece was looking. There's a thing that I took a picture out of for me dressing up as Hagrid. And she's like, Sasa, how come you don't have a picture? And I was like, well, I took it. She goes, well, where is it? I'm like, I honestly don't know where that picture is. Because I stuffed a bunch of things in my pockets to be Hagrid. You are. And a signed picture of me was one of them. Um, Anna Beth asks, we see people treat Hagrid this way because he is different. And that is a parallel to real time life. What other Mm -hmm. character in the series other than Hagrid gives you the same kind of feels for them? Remus, I would say Mm -hmm. like he's, he's treated horribly for just being a werewolf. You know what I mean? Like there's so Mm -hmm. many different connotations of like when you hear things, you know, or even like the Weasleys just because like, 
they people say I shouldn't say always, but like the Malfoys like don't like them one because they're quote blood traders, but also because they're like quote poor. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think you're all that- dumb. Be nice to them. I think that the comparison of the Malfoys talking about the Weasleys and the the Weasleys like potentially needing assistance from like say that say like it was the same type of you know system that we have here in the U.S. and like the Weasleys were on welfare like how the people who are in Malfoys status would talk down to those people who need help from the government. You know what I mean? But I don't I don't think that the Weasleys are. I mean. Well, I guess oh, technically I don't. they are getting money from the government, but because that's where he works. No, but I'm saying like, because I, I don't even know if like the Wizarding World has a system like that. But like, yeah. say they lived in America and they were yeah. on welfare. Like, I feel like that's yeah. a fair comparison, you know? Yeah. Mm. I don't um, I'm going to say Luna because she walks to the yeah. beat of yeah. her own drum and yeah. people apparently people have are a not problem nice when you're her. different. Yeah. It's, it's not cool. Yeah, I mean, hands down, she's the best Ravenclaw. She's the coolest. But also, type like of to Ravenclaw. say, we don't have a lot of great representation because it's really like her and Cho. We got Sasa. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> we also have who do we have? Oh, Flitwick. Flitwick's great too. Flitwick um, is cool. That's true. But, You've always got also, Lockhart, Sarah. That's what He's I'm saying, man. <laughs> well, if he remembers. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Vinny Weasley asks Do you think the Death Eaters had anything to do with the death of the first giant? We kind of discussed this. I personally think that Oh, they of do. Carcass? Yeah. I don't put it I wouldn't be surprised. Them. Yeah. Yeah, I think they probably had maybe a little bit of a hand in encouraging that to go um, down. Vinny asks, cast Robin Williams in the Harry Potter universe. Peeves. Peeves. Oh, yeah. I think he'd yes. also be like a really great Lockhart. <laughs> he yes. would be a good Lockhart. Or maybe a Slughorn. <gasps> Ooh, oh, you know who Slughorn. else? Like if you saw more of like Arthur Weasley, he could yes. be a great Weasley. Yeah, he would be a real good He'd Weasley. be a great dad, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, he's, yeah. But he'd be a great Arthur Weasley. Mm-hmm. Um, or a Ron and Cursed Child. He would make that girl great. Yes. <laughs> I'm not Vinny asks, did Hagrid <laughs> and Olymp really think turning the wounded or weak would help? I think so, because I'm sure that they would have like healed by the time they would have needed them. Yeah. It's their only mm-hmm. chance, man. And like mm-hmm. with how resilient giants are. <laughs> Also, it wasn't just like a one way street. Like yeah. Dumbledore wants to help the giants. It's not yeah. just to say, hey, do this for us, you know. Right. They didn't want to use them in that way. It's just like, you know, you need something and we can help you too. Agreed. Um, Truffles asks, cast Lucille Ball in Harry Potter. And I have Trelawney. to say, Ooh, Trelawney. Was gonna oh, say. she's gonna, yeah, that would be good. Someone also She'd said Rita Skeeter, and I was like, oh, that would have been fantastic yeah. too. Well, but like, if if it was played less seriously, because she's like a funny, she was a comedic, you know what I mean? I love, yeah, um, her, oh God, I love Lucy. <laughs> I was thinking like the one where they're in the like, the, chocolate the chocolate factory, yeah. she's shoving yeah. them down their shirts. I just like imagine Lucille Ball in the scene, like in the closet, if it had been able to like been as funny. All the broom. The broom cupboard, yeah. Mm-hmm. With Harry. I think I have a picture with the cool. woman who dresses up as her at Universal. She was at mm-hmm. her hotel. You do. I took it. You and Bridget. Yeah. 
Everyone loves a rebel. I was that photographer. <laughs> Everyone mm-hmm. loves a rebel. Oh, she'd be great. Um, I'm skipping over Caitlin's question because she asked us for thoughts on Marietta, and I think we need to lay it to rest at this point. We've beaten that to the ground. Yeah, I um, can't. Yeah, listen to our past episode. I can't do that. Got some feelings and thoughts. Or but somebody Love talked ya. about it in the Facebook group, and I really enjoyed the conversation. That's all that I'll say about it. But there was a cool. lot going on on both sides of it, and it was just good conversations on both sides. I like um, a good conversation. Anna Beth asks, how do you think the story would be different if Voldy hadn't killed Cedric? Well, Cursed Child wouldn't be I a thing. I was going to say, see yeah. Cursed Child. <laughs> a lot of people would be happy about that. Um, yeah. I think it'd be, I mean, I, I don't, this is like an in-depth, like we could have an episode about this yeah. because I think that. I mean, did he still come back to life? Because I don't think it would have changed I mean, if, much. I she think didn't, if, like, need he didn't Cedric. Die at all. I, I think that, well, I mean, that's, that was the catalyst of, of, everything you know what i mean like it all depends on like what what would have happened then instead you know what i mean it's like uh, a symbol else died or the death of um, innocence and purity yeah and and for harry like that not that he doesn't that like he shoulders all of everyone mm-hmm. that has ever died because of this harry like holds that on his shoulders but like he knew cedric i mean obviously he knows the other people that dies but like that was like the very first death that like he sees in front of his face. He knows him. He cares about him as like a friend. And he um, knew how innocent Cedric was. Like literally yeah. there was no reason for him to die. And I think that, I think that would, I, don't, I think that would change a lot. I don't think Harry, at the end, I think Harry would still do what Harry does, but, um, yeah, that's a thinker, man. Mm-hmm. I need more time on that. One. I think yeah, that we should saying, like, save that's an that episode. and legitimately like, do a Felix files on that. Yeah, let's take I'm gonna copy paste that. That's a great question. Um, okay, next question comes from Sam. How would you approach the giants? Would it have been the same or different than Hagrid? And then also, what would you bring? But we already talked about that. But I liked the first half probably, of the question. How would you? How very would you carefully. approach them? I do the same. I mean, that was like instructions yeah. from Dumbledore. Like, this is the best way yeah. to approach these giants. Like, you know, let, like, let them see you. Don't him. sneak up. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vinny Weasley asks, what do you think would have happened if Tom Riddle was caught opening the Chamber of Secrets? He would have been like, uh, what? Voldemort I was imperious. <laughs> yeah, he would have been able to smooth talk him his way out of it. Guarantee it. I, I just agree. saw the snake and I decided to do a little hissing and, you know, the toilet opened. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> I'm sorry. I yawned. Um, Sam asks, what would you put in your bucket sized mug? God. At this point in time, nothing, because I don't want to have to get uh, get up in the middle of the night. To I go would to the put bathroom. a bunch of high quality H two O. I can't. So this is very weird of me. I cannot drink water out of a mug. There's something about oh, it. It hurts my it. life. I don't like it either. I can't drink anything cold out of a mug. I don't. Pr- I don't know. So it you know would be I either would ice cream a giant, mug. Yeah, but that's eating something. Because <laughs> I like to eat ice cream out of a mug, so my hand doesn't warm the bowl up. Um, the science to melt it. That. Um. <laughs> So I would probably drink either a hot coffee or a hot tea. Yep. I would do hot, 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 hot chocolate. Oh, no, I can't drink hot chocolate. Yes. I love um, but at hot this chocolate. point in time, at this point in the season, I would drink hot coffee out of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not Vinny asks, how would you eject Umbridge from your house? Like my um, dude, oh. she wouldn't even have been allowed in the front door. Fozzy yeah. man. Oof, I oof. think that like Bye. I would accidentally cast like mm, Bombarda on her. <laughs> Are you saying accidentally <laughs> wink wink accidentally? Yes. Yeah. Um, like I a, would genuinely would not have let her inside my house and I would have been like, I'm very direct and very straightforward and be like, Protego, <laughs> get out. Yeah, I would have opened it. Like, like, I, I, like, I mean, realistically, she came in my house right now. I'd be like, if you don't get out, I'm calling the police. Like, I would have cast my Patronus but on if her. Magical, I feel like a Patronus would have worked on her just as well as a Dementor. Yeah. she's yeah. not evil. I would do some spells that, like, she doesn't even know exist. To Making get her up out your own house. spells. Get out. Specifically for Umbridge. Yeah. Pew, pew. <laughs> Truffles asks, what are your Patronuses? I figured we could do a little refresher. Uh, Mine is a white stallion. To? Do we have to? I'm an, do we have to let it linger? Yeah. <laughs> I am an osprey, which is a mighty bird. It's got big dreams. All right. Who's next? Uh, mine is a <laughs> dolphin. And guess what, guys? I learned how to swim, so we're we're best buds now. <laughs> Except Better. the other day you were like, I think I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> Mine's a vole. I think Not that to be they're confused cute. with them all. I don't find them cute, but I will read to you what it says on the thing about this Patronus. These Go small creatures are not to be underestimated. Their nocturnal nature makes them easy. It makes it easy for them to find any dementor heating your, except it says heading your way. Not only are they strong swimmers, which I'm not that great, but they also run at six miles per hour, which I don't run. No mean (laughs) feat for such a small, except it says little creature. Never fear when you have your vole near. (laughs) No dementor (laughs) cannot run this Patronus. At least that last line made me chuckle. <laughs> the Ansible. All right. Next question. We have How two many more. more. Two Oof. more. Annabeth asks, going round Robin around the group as best you can being in two different states, say which character the person next to you is most like personality wise, not the trio and not Marauders. <laughs> Do we want to do like Tiffany our, go our talk, says to Megan, Megan, you say Katie, Katie says me, I say Tiffany. Sure. Okay. <sighs> so Tiffany go first. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> um, Megan is like. Ooh, I know who you are. Okay. Nagini. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just because he's a snake. Um, not the trio, not the Marauders. You know who's not in the Marauders or the trio? <laughs> not you. Lily. Oh, well, I. Oh, well, I. I don't know enough about Lily, though. That's I know. the thing. I know um, a lot that I've made up about Lily. Oh, I know. <laughs> Megan is like McGee. Oh. Why now, why do that? you say that? That Be- sounds like very mean she- of me to say it that way. I'm sorry. Because she's <laughs> smart. And she gets stuff done. Like she knows what needs to happen and she does it. And she's when she means business, she's no nonsense, but she can also have a good time. Okay. It's a high compliment. My I friend. appreciate it. You're See, welcome. I was going to say McGee for Sarah too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I was almost thinking about saying it for Tiffany. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. For real. Oh, okay. Well, That's hilarious. 
We're I was all not McGee. going to say McGonagall. If I'm you, sorry, you're, but I you're think Squidward. That who I'm going to say? I'm Squidward. Is just as cool of a person. <laughs> Are you talking about me? Yes, I think that you're like Neville because yes. you like have his story arc. <gasps> and I somebody said mm-hmm. this in the Discord chat, and I was like, yes. Wait, you mean I just yes? No, yeah, listen, sure. no. <laughs> just yesterday, I saw her slay a giant snake with a sword. Yeah, you know, I, I do. I do often say that Katie is the hottest thing to come out of Hogwarts. She is the hottest thing to come yeah. out of Hogwarts. Like, can we all get for real? I don't right disagree. Let me tell you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Actually, though, like for reals, though, I mean, you, know, you well, do no, have his like, art. You know, I mean, Neville's this like timid little. And here, hold on. And blossoms. Neville would do exactly what Katie just did. She's like, no. She's like, go up. <laughs> no. Like, sh- you guys can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but Tiffany and they can. Like, Tiffany no. and they. <laughs> Tiffany and they. Like, <laughs> it's Tiffany and I don't, they. <laughs> I, Tiffany for, and they. I forgot your names for a moment in time because my brain doesn't work. <laughs> it is late. It's nine thirty at it's night. It's late. For old people i know like it's late there's people that go out not in covid times but there are people that go out they're yeah. like we're going out at 10 o'clock that's insane nope. i would nope. like to be asleep for 30 minutes before that correct <laughs> anyways katie so you're saying neville katie okay. you gotta tell who sarah is no i said i was gonna say she was mcg too because i okay, give us reasons think, oh, forget why because she's ba first of all and mcg firmly stands for what she believes in yeah. And I feel like that's very Sarah. Sarah will stand up for what she believes in. The right to party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Party being like during the day so I can sleep at yeah. night. No, that's fair. <laughs> but thank you. Um, so I was going to say McG for you. And then I was thinking, because mm. like you're very much like a Gryffindor, right? Sure. So, like, Godric. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> an accomplished duelist. Like, <laughs> I wanted to say, like, maybe, like, Molly or, like, Arthur Weasley, because, like, oh, you're like very Molly. much about family. You very much love your kid, because, obviously, once she's, like, the best thing ever. Um, yes. But, like, you work hard, and I think they're hard workers. Um, but, like, they also you. know, like, what's important in life, mm. which really is, like, yeah. family and... Yeah, I could see you saying Molly's famous line too. One day, like you like, don't make me say it, y'all. You're very, (laughs) you um, will regret it if you need to be. Like you will be like Mama Teeth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like even with, because I was thinking like with McGonagall, like she's a very, um, not a harsh teacher, but she's very much like she's stern. You're gonna sit there. You're gonna do what you need to do. And Mm -hmm. like if you, well, none of you have seen Tiffany teach. But, like, she's a very good teacher, and she expects a lot out of her students, which I think is a great thing, especially in the area Thank you. that you teach at, because they not they don't always get that. And that's something that I think those kids need is structure. Um, structure and high standards, because yeah. tell you what, everybody can reach them. And, like, yeah, and, like, her, she's got great, well, I don't know her students yet, because she doesn't either, but I've been in her classroom with her. Um, and, yeah, you're a great lady. I love those little stinkers. You're a lady. I am a lady. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> so that my mom used to tell me when I was a kid, she's like, act like a lady. And I would I'm her, not a lady. I'm not a lady. But yeah, I would say Molly. I'm a girl. But you're also like whimsical, like Arthur. You know what I mean? Sure. I like like you fun. like rubber ducks. Like I, what I do they do? a good, um, <laughs> like what do they light do? Light socket. <laughs> <laughs> what are those ducks? Well, 
That's why uh, I asked, put those rubber ducks on the registry for a lot of her baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Last question. Oh, man. Comes There's another one. Vinny, Vinny Beta Gamma. Oh, Lord. Did he say, wait, what is it? Vinny Beta Gamma. Vinny Beta, <laughs> Vinny Beta Gamma. Gamma. Vinny Beta um, Gamma. Any thoughts about the video the Marauders sent you? It was Beautiful very sweet. And amazing. I read all the comments. I sobbed. <laughs> yeah. If you were on Discord with us, they can vouch for me. I literally sobbed. Yeah. Good I sobs. I just, I um, you guys are just the best listeners. You I know mean, what we haven't done? Yeah. yeah, you guys are the best. Genuinely, I read all the comments. They're very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, like, literally. Like, I can't. Like, like we are like unworthy. Who, who right. thought? <laughs> We're not worthy. That's what they say. We're not worthy. Because, like, we wanted to sit down and record our our musings about Potter. Her dumb musings. Everything has been created. Think about the friendships. Um, You know, the way that people are able to speak about how they're feeling within Swisher support. And, you know, people who feel like, I don't have anybody to talk about Potter with in my life. Now have people to talk Potter with. Like, you're accepted be who you are where we're at like to create that community like yeah we talk potter but it's so much more than that and and you guys reciprocate that in the best ways possible yeah true day thousand percent you guys do you guys yes want to talk about dragon names yeah you guys want to know your dragon name i do want to know my yeah. dragon name so this is just from pinterest and it actually says www.georgeandthedragon.co.uk all right tell, UK is tell me my my dragon name so Tiffany's would be burning. Yes. Fang. Mm-hmm. The restless. Ooh. Restless. Um, so Sasa's would be magic fang, the restless because you know, we're family. So we're what was family, mine? but burning? also we're born in the same month. So burning Feisty. fang, the restless not, Tiffany. I'm yeah. not I also did another thing in my, it said my name was blaze, but there was a lot of questions. So Nagini? I don't recommend. Um, oh, I could copy and paste this for everyone if you guys want to tell us what your name is, too. All right. What's a Petrus name? Um, Katie's, you are, let me find the K, Diamond, <laughs> Diamond Heart. <laughs> you sound like a unicorn. Diamond Heart, the rampant. You're the sweetest dragon I've ever met. <laughs> Megan is Sapphire. Oh, um, you guys are stones. Sapphire Tail, the rampant. See, you guys mm. go together. Little gemstones. All right. Diamond and sapphire. And we're just magic I and want- burning over here. <laughs> burning magic. We're thriving. Thriving. <laughs> I really want to get some sapphires. Just saying. I should tell my husband. Ooh, I not bought the, the whole ring of the from internet. that website, um, Arquarian Thoughts. I should buy I some. love it. So I'm also, I bought another ring because I, that's what I need in my life. Um, I bought a ruby ring. It's like 37 bucks. And then I bought my sister a, like a raw peridot one because it's her birthstone for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Don't listen, Bridgie. Well, she doesn't listen. This, this is also going to come out. With, oh, this comes out this week on her birthday. No, it comes oh no, out this weekend. Oh no, don't listen, Bridgie. She doesn't listen. All right, let's um, fan story, fan me. story, please. Yes. Sure. Sure. All right. <laughs> this week's fan story, and I believe I pulled this all the way from 2018. Wow, I think. But Holy mackerel. <laughs> Um, is from Virginia Bain, which makes me think of Ramilda Vane, and I can't yes. get it out of my head. Hi, Swish and Flick cast. I hope you are all great. My name is Virginia Bain, and here is my fan story. I will start off with some info on my Potter identity. 
I am a Gryffindor. My Woo! Patronus is a Borzoi dog, which I love. The description I found online describes me pretty well, and I love dogs. My wand is hornbeam wood, same as Ollivander's, with a phoenix feather core, 13 and a quarter inches, with surprisingly swishy flexibility, and my Ilvermorny house is swishy, Thunderbird. you say? I know. Hmm. Which is my favorite beast in the first Fantastic Beasts movie. Frank is pretty awesome. I started my Harry Potter journey when I was in fourth grade. My older brother and all of his friends were in seventh grade and doing accelerated reading, each trying to gain the most points. I wanted to show yes. them that I could read read it as well, typical Gryffindor. So I picked up the first book and fell in love. I remember going to see the Sorcerer's Stone movie in theaters with my brother and his friends. They started throwing milk duds at the ceiling and I remember getting so mad because I was really into the movie and wanted to watch. You know, side note, I don't like milk duds. They stick in your teeth. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. Well, speaking of people throwing things at the screen, have you ever gone and seen, what's that movie? Um, oh, shoot. Shoot, Rocky shoot, shoot. Horror. What's, yes. I went to see, cause like it, every place, not every place does it, but a lot of places show it like on the first Monday, Monday of like every month and they do like a whole thing. And, um, I want like I didn't realize like how in depth it was when I went and saw it and I was like oh I'm like this is kind of annoying because I really wanted to like watch the film sorry go on you can finish the story I've never seen it either <laughs> but I've heard I've, never I've heard what it's like the movie's good if you're yeah. into that kind of thing I'd like to experience it eventually <laughs> um, I went through middle school and high school having read the books and seen all the movies and I had come and wait that had come out up to that point it wasn't until my freshman year in college that I really started diving into the fandom. One of my good friends, Natalie, was reading them, and I was like, man, it's been a while. Maybe I will reread them. So I did. I couldn't put them down once I started. I read through them over and over again, wanting every single detail that I could find. It was a totally different perspective and experience as an adult. My friend Natalie and I went to the midnight premiere of Deathly Hollows Part 1 and 2 together, <clears throat> with a lightning bolt on our heads and full hearts. Mm, so, I love it. I know. I was so grateful for her pushing me to reread them. Freshman year was a scary time for me away from home, and I didn't really fit in that much. My friends that I had grown up with were more into the party scene of college, and I was a bit mm. more reserved. These books helped me mm. get through some pretty lonely times. None of my childhood friends were into them and don't to this day understand my obsession. They just let me be my nerdy self. Now, awesome. now as an adult, my party trick is guessing what house someone is in and immediately making them take the test on my phone <laughs> to prove it. <laughs> Even as an adult now, I still turn to Potter when I'm feeling stressed, anxious, or just need a minute away from the muggle world. I've gotten my husband to read them for the first time, and he's currently on Half-Blood Prince. I wonder if he's finished them by now. He's in love. Ooh. He will tell me all the details, and I'm like, I know. Isn't it so cool? He's a proud <laughs> Hufflepuff, and his Patronus is a dolphin, which to him is a T. Oh, me and your hubby would get along real well. Mm -hmm. I own all the books, movies, and audiobooks, and they're typically on repeat at any given moment. I will be going to Harry Potter World in January, and I'm so excited. I went two years ago, but we only had a day there, so I'm ready to go back and find more hidden treasures. Thank you, ladies. I hope you had fun. <laughs> I know. I want to hear all about it. Thank you, ladies, for starting this podcast. I've been you with been with you from the start and i feel like it was fate because i literally had never listened to a podcast until i found swish and flick and it was the very first and it was the very first episode i feel like i have four friends who i can laugh and cry with about all things potter this community is one that i will never take for granted much love to you ladies and all the potter heads out there 
Aw, thank you so much. Yeah, that's a nice story. I like that. I like your party trick. I too <laughs> do that. I it, yes. it has happened at many a party of mine where I'm sorting my friends um, in my backyard or inside. I'm like, let's see what house you are, and then oh. I do got I do the same thing where I'm like, I'm gonna guess which house you are. I love when you meet someone who's like never been sorted, and then it's like. It's so much more fun then. Because then you like make them sort themselves on the spot. Mm-hmm. I made somebody sort themselves in a baby shower once. <laughs> so awesome. I also uh, like that your friends, even though they don't understand your obsession, they let you be yourself. I think mm-hmm. that's super important. It's a good friend. Because we all have different loves in life, you know? And Yes. That's okay. Vir- Virginia is a member of our group. Uh, so... She still listens. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for still listening. Yes. And for still being a part of our group. You are part of the reason it's amazing. You are a peach. And I hope that your trip was awesome. And I'd like yeah. to hear all about it. Yeah. Let Absolutely. us know. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, and dive into those details of how great it was. Let's dive into Remain calm while you do so. Mm-hmm. For sure. Who wants a joke? Another joke that's not lettuce related at all. I do. All right. Why did the protons vote for Harry Potter to be president? Because they didn't want to electron. Oh, (laughs) that's good. That's real good. Oh, you enjoy that one, man. Jokes. I like jokes. I got them all. Gotta get them all. Jokey jokes. Potter jokes. Jokey white. All right. You can find us on social media on Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at Swish Flick Cast. We also have an amazing Facebook group called Swish and Flick Podcast Group and our Swisher support group, which is like for more personal posts, which is a great community. Um, you're, you can follow all of your hosts on social media myself and katie are on twitter and instagram at the petrus family tiffany is on twitter and instagram at tiff swish underscore flick and sarah is on instagram at O'Malley with three h's um if you love our podcast and want to support us and be a part of it you can join us on patreon we have different levels that you can donate to us monthly from two dollars up to 25 dollars and each level gets you different things um so just read through those to see if you're interested in any of them and you can find us there at patreon.com forward slash swish flick cast also shout out to all of our current patrons because we legitimately couldn't do this without you we appreciate you Mm -hmm. so much um and i feel like i was gonna add something and now i can't remember what i was gonna say so, uh, Tiffany, take it away. What's up with your life? <laughs> take it away, Tiffany. <laughs> um, Sasa and I just got back from spending a week at the lake, which was really nice to get out. We say it like it's a major vacation. We literally live like five minutes away from that same lake we were in. I mean, we're it's it's twenty twenty. Yeah, we'll take what we can. Hey, get. no, I love this kind of trip. We're like, yeah, we weren't far. <laughs> no, we weren't far at all. We got to take the Fozzie Bear. Um, started a new workout program. It is day four. 
Did Fozzie go to butt. the beach? I'm sorry to interrupt no, you. No, he wasn't allowed You're, to. There are no dogs. No Aww. dogs allowed. So Fozzie and I had to stay back because we're not allowed to go. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, right. I did serious. not. I did not get, yeah, I did not get sunburnt. Mm-hmm. Wear your sunscreen. I am more than halfway done with the eye of the world. <laughs> I have not read since vacation. I haven't read since vacation either, but I'm also halfway through whatever the third book is. I can't remember. Um, Getting ready to. The Dragon Reborn, I think is what it's called. Start work. Yeah. Uh, next Wednesday. Going to be doing um all online starting for the first nine weeks. So trying to get familiarized with what that's going to look like. I got my hair done today. We got a new table down here. I bought a lot of things online and I have to stop. Uh, <laughs> Truly, I do too. Yeah. But um, no, we're doing, we're doing good. Good. <laughs> yeah. I haven't played video games in a while. I should probably do that. I should probably beat Breath of the Wild again. I All I have to do is castle. That's not nice. Been like, putting it you know, off. wild horses don't want to be like in captivity. The breath of the wild literally does not want to be held captive. Is that a does horse? not want to be one? <laughs> Just saying. In comparison, <laughs> the breath is wild. Let it be wild. Let it be. All right, Megan. I. Decided um, to move back to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be like some stuff? <laughs> like oh they've been there a month. We're like, man, we're over it. Over it. <laughs> no, we're loving it. We, it was so awesome because yesterday I like last minute got us a reservation to be able to go to Epcot. So we like did dinner by just like going to some of their little food stands around like getting like little things and it was yummy. Um, what did I get? Oh, we got super delicious beer in Germany, which is called Schafferhofer. And it's this grapefruit beer that's like super refreshing and delicious. It's my favorite. So good. Um, and a pretzel from Germany. And what else did I get? I can't mac remember. And cheese. Oh, that's right. We tried the vegan mac and cheese at the mac and cheese booth and it was quite yummy. Um. And I am officially a travel agent. Hey. Heck yeah. I finished my training. I got my certificates for Disney and for Universal. Um, so that is exciting. So I can like book Disney and Universal trips for people. And it's free to user. And it is free for people to hit me yeah. up. <laughs> Go ahead up, Meg. Um, Get your trip planned because that's who I'm going to be going through. <laughs> yeah, I actually I haven't like pushed it out anywhere, but I have a Facebook page. It's called Fairy Tale Journeys by Megan. Um, I'll share it in the group if anybody is interested. Basically, like I'm working through a travel agency and then um, like because I'm working through a travel agency, I get like first access to promotions and fun like discounts and stuff like that for like the rooms there's not like a whole lot going on right now just because the travel industry is a little bit messed up but um you know hopefully in time it'll build itself back up again and um honestly a lot of people have been asking us on social media and such like how we feel going to the parks because I mean you guys know how serious Katie and I were like back in March April May like we quarantined like we didn't record together for months so like um 
I feel safer going to Disney than I do going to the grocery store because like you're only responsible for yourself. So like we take ourselves out of situations where we don't feel comfortable if there's like bottlenecks with too many people. Um, And it's super easy to stay away from people. Everybody's required to wear a mask. You all have to get your temperature checked. Like honestly, and they're like disinfecting the rides and I see I see cast members and team members cleaning like everywhere. Um, and like I know Florida is royally sucking when it comes to COVID-19 right now. But like if Disney basically like Disney has to be open because that's just like what the government in Florida wants. Um, and they're really doing a good job of being like a role model for places like if places have to be open follow what Disney's doing. Um, and I think that, I think they're doing a really good job. They seriously enforce the mask policy too. Like there are people walking around literally where their job is to yell at people who aren't wearing their masks properly. They say so. It's so nice. They're like, Hey friend, keep that mask up on your nose. Thanks. I, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But, um, but honestly, like if anybody, I, I don't know if I would necessarily recommend like traveling down here right now to do this, but if you're local and you're, thinking about going to the parks or not like I would recommend going I like I feel in worse situations at like Publix or um Target or Walmart like oh my god Walmart was the worst I don't want to go back there for many months but um because like nobody wears masks nobody cares about how close they are to you and like that's not the case at the theme parks so yeah Um, but yeah, I will share my new little Facebook page and if anybody's interested, yeah, hit me up. And I, it's like literally my favorite thing in the entire world is to plan people's Disney vacations. (laughs) So, uh, or Potter vacations, or Potter vacations. I love, there's not quite as much planning with Universal as there is with Disney, but still it's, um, it's, it's fun for me. So Yeah. That's all I got. Super proud of you. Meg, you're rocking it. I've been working a lot on our vlogs. Finally got some moving ones out. And we've got a couple park ones that we've done since we've been down here that will be coming out soon. Yeah, we did like, um, I think it was at Magic Kingdom where we did one where we specifically like pointed out all of the safety measures for people to see. And we'll continue to update on that as well. And we have to Um, do a universal one. mm Mm-hmm. And still doing freelance. You guys got any projects you need done? Hit us up at Whimsy Creative Design. Yeah, just living life. Doing work, living life. Yep, being a cat mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're babysitting my mom. (laughs) (laughs) She's been visiting for since we've moved here. But yeah. How long is she going to stay? Does she know? She is staying until the 20th of August. So just because she has like an appointment she has to go to and that gives her two weeks to quarantine when she gets back because that's still like a thing Mm. in Ohio right now. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, mom, people want you to come and say hi on the podcast. Yeah, they want to hear from you. She's coming. (laughs) Specifically, Brandon said, we want mom. So get over here. Big hug to Brandon. Hi. Here, you can talk right in here. You can talk right here. Hi, guys. Only only we can see her. I don't think she knows that. (laughs) I don't know where I am. 
They hear you. Oh, they do. They yeah. don't see you. They just okay. Florence. <laughs> Hello. 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 She can hear me. She can't hear you. I passed your town and your water tower. Oh yeah, we drove through Florence, <laughs> Tennessee. Do you remember that when we drove yeah. to see? Virginia and all Kelly. I could say was, "Hey, Florence has her own town." <laughs> I do. Oh, she come down and see these two. I'm leaving. You'll have my bed, my super bed <laughs> underneath the bed, and then there's the blowout mattress. Yeah, this is come true. on down. It's really nice. They have a pool. They have two guests. <laughs> what more do you want? Can we dye your hair? I got purple. I put purple. I convinced her oh to let God, me put purple she's in her the hair. Cutest thing on the planet. <laughs> fun, fun. <laughs> Tell her I'm not coming down unless she snugs me. Tiffany said she's not coming down unless you snug her. I snug her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss seeing her. Oh, um, I'm not doing anything. I'm reading school is about to start for me um and i have to figure out how to move on with applying to nursing school what else oh i have things i have to build mm-hmm. i still have to build that filing cabinet i bought for swish stuff and then um my mom bought a treadmill that i'm gonna end up putting together come on which bob they were calling my treadmill i'm like i did not ask for you to buy me a treadmill so <laughs> i don't know where are you, you still do that tonight huh? it's too late don't do that go to bed We'll see. It is almost 10 o'clock. We've been recording for a long yeah, time. Yeah, my butt's um, asleep. I gotta get out of this seat. But my ears hurt because I didn't bring my headphones over. My ears my, hurt a if ton. It, if it oh, makes man. you feel better, I, my head is pounding. Um, but oh, I, my mom bought um, a treadmill and a stationary bike, like a one that folds up. Well, technically they both fold up that I'm going to end up putting together. <sighs> and that's my life. I literally am not too tired to even speak words. <laughs> yeah. My my ears hurt from forgetting my headphones. Um, it's August, summer. Where did it go, man? Where did mm, it go? I don't know. Um, like yesterday was May. I also forget June, what days it is. You know, what July I mean? is always a joke. Like July always honestly, flies honestly, by. Yeah, I'm now at the point in my freelancing career where I forget what day it is. So that's fun. <laughs> well, like when I don't work every day, and then mm-hmm. I work like a Saturday Sunday, that totally throws me off. So like. I, um, I'll go to work this weekend and think Saturday is Monday and yeah. it totally, totally throws me that off. That used to happen to me when I worked for Disney all the time. Cause you have like a weekend in the middle of the week. So it just like totally yeah. throws you off. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, that's my life right now is work in school it's shortly. School will begin. Work in school. Yeah, work in school. Colored my hair. I'm no longer super blonde. I like it. I really like it. Too. Thanks. I'm worried that it has a green tint to it. I don't think it does. I now have pink and orange hair. It's like a sunset. It's like a sunset. (laughs) We're thinking Mm. of bleaching Katie's hair and dyeing it fun colors. Sarah gave us a look like, please do it correctly or please don't do it. (laughs) I just, I've known you for a very long time. And I know we went through that you've done this before and it didn't look great. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, and I just want you to have great looking hair. That's Thank all. You. Thank, I so appreciate So you need to that. do it correctly. Do it correctly. Yeah. Sarah, well, you're not They should have done po- it in Ohio positive, so I could do it for them. It's a positive mm-hmm. thing that Katie no longer has black hair dye in her hair. So that should help the situation a little. <sighs> 
Me. This is a conversation to be had off the podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, to Hagrid. To Hagrid. Happiness and Hagrid. Happiness and Hagrid. Give it to Madame Maxime as well. To Oreos and Olymp. <laughs> what? <laughs> to Mad to O'Malley's and, and Olymp. <laughs> <laughs> to Apop, Apopo. What was it? Oh. Appa, Ap, Apo. Apo, to Apo. To Apo and Olymp. <laughs> For Apo and Olymp. <laughs> That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice! <laughs> one, two, three. Magic. Magic. <laughs> no one said that together. No. Oh, that's a sad tweet. I don't even think Katie said it. Katie doesn't care. I didn't say <gasps> it. This is literally, I've had this book since I was in grade school, and this is one of my favorite, probably my favorite poem of all time. What does it say about me? <clears throat> you like poetry? And it's by Jack Perlet's food. I ate too much turkey, ate too much corn, ate too much pudding and pie. I'm stuffed up with muffins and much too much stuffing. I'm probably going to die. I piled up my plate and I ate and I ate, but I wish I'd known when to stop, for I'm so crammed with yams, sausage, gravies, and jams that my buttons are starting to pop. I'm full of tomatoes and french fried potatoes. My stomach is swollen and sore, but there's still some dessert, so I guess it won't hurt if I eat just a little bit more. Can I get an <laughs> amen? How does the poem of Puffs all over? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.